Have you ever thought about starting your own podcast? When I was trying to get this podcast off the ground, I had a lot of questions. How do I record an episode? How do I get my show into all the apps people like to listen? How do I make money for my podcast? The answer to every one of these questions is really simple. Anchor. Anchor is a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing your podcast. Best of all, it's 100% free and ridiculously easy to use. And now, Anchor can match you with great sponsors who want to advertise your podcast. That means that you can get paid to podcast right away. In fact, that's what I'm doing right now by reading this ad. So if you always wanted to start a podcast, make money doing it, go to anchor.fm forward slash start to join me and the diverse community of podcasters already using Anchor. That's anchor.fm forward slash start. I can't wait to hear your podcast. Using an overpriced trash bag. Pricey, pricey, pricey. A bag that breaks. Whippy, whippy, whippy. Or a smelly bag. Stinky, stinky, stinky. Time to switch to hefty, ultra-strong trash bags. Always at an ultra-low price. Hefty, hefty, hefty. There are best bags yet, and they cost less than Glad Force Flex were sold head-to-head. So you'll be... Happy, happy, happy. Hefty, ultra-strong with Arm & Hammer Odor Control. Available at Sam's Club. Hefty, hefty, hefty. Blog Talk Radio. I don't need you with a bad leg doing a bread. You're too damn selfish, and that's why you're sitting there with a bad leg, and that's why I kicked your leg out of your leg. Hey, I'm here with Iron Mike Tyson. What did you think of the Royal Rumble match? What do you think of Stone Cold? Yes, man, Cold Stone is my man. He won. Gallows, Anderson, nerds. Yeah, we are driving. What's next for the Battle Club? Um. Well, I think Prince Devitt, or, uh, <laughs> world domination. There you go. I think Finn Balor's going to win the Elimination Chamber for one day. Mark Henry going right to Ahmed Johnson. And Mark Henry is handling the big Johnson with those clubbing tree-like arms. McMahon, i got a question for you. What's that? What's the name for the two bomb angels? Uh, unfortunately, I... I can't speak Japanese all that well. I mean, I might want a date later tonight, and I might want to approach one of these girls. What do I call them, a bomb angel? No, let's call the one in the ring pink, and the one out on the apron, let's call her red, I guess. Oh, that's real clever. Well, what else are you going to do? Pink in the ring, the pink angel. He's going to win the Royal Rumble. Yeah, the British Bulldogs have got a history in Royal Rumbles, and tonight I'm going to remake history by winning this night's Royal Rumble tonight because I'm bizarre. This is WrestleCast Radio with your host, Ryan Cook. Three, four weeks in a row on SmackDown. The Bloods and Brothers of the Usos would wrestle, and then they would cross paths with the next team would wrestle in the following match. Yeah. And now the Usos are wrestling the New Day. Did they forget? Like, once again, who doesn't read this stuff? That's, oh, oh, man. I'm so mad. And Alex Mello. You know, where he'll win a last man standing match, a garage or uh, garbage can match, <laughs> or, you know, ambulance in a pole match. You know, like... <laughs> Can you escape deathmatch? Like, are we even going to even get that showdown where Braun finally goes over? I think that's a bigger passing of the torch. Instead of Brock and Roman, it should be Brock and Strowman. Ladies and gentlemen, we are live late night. I, yeah. Do you think Mick Foley would announce Braun, announce, uh, anoint Braun as the 
King of the Escape Deathmatch. <laughs> that was still the greatest thing I've ever heard in my life. I hope so. Along with Leatherface in a uh, Japan exploding <laughs> ring match. Shout out to uh, Zach Dickerson, Z Diddy, Definitely Run the City, and his bootleg Japanese VHSs that we would always used to watch back in high school. Were, were they the FMW ones? Possibly. I know Terry With, Funk like, was in one of them. And like uh, they like Terry Funk versus Mick Foley in the showdown in Yokohama, and like <laughs> no. Hayabusa versus my and Shawn Michaels wrapped it, and he had like oh, little booty shorts on. Yep, Mike <laughs> Awesome and the Headhunters. Those are the, oh, the two man. fat guys that Cornette was like, they're gonna get me fired. That Pritchard was talking about when they did the run in. Oh and yes, <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> Frontier martial oh. arts wrestling. I used to buy those DVDs at Suncoast. Sun, wow, Suncoast with your uh, overpriced twelve dollar poster that you would hang on your wall. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, got a new release. It's twenty nine ninety nine for the new release DVD. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I thought you meant CD prices, because generally DVDs were about forty four ninety nine, and imported <laughs> Blu-rays were about sixty seven ninety four. You're like, what? Bitcoin. It's only two thousand and one. <laughs> yeah, that was because that was the CDs was Sam Goody, and then the movie oh, yeah, Suncoast was the uh, yeah. But when Sam Goody did have movies, because I used to manage the Sam Goody in my ironic jumping around in retail, and uh, <laughs> I'd be like, "Oh look, we got the new uh, sale tag. Let's put them on." It was like Fifty Cent, The Massacre, the one that the. The whatever the hell it was on that CD, the second one he put out, it was like on sale fifteen ninety nine. I'm like, good lord, <laughs> what is, what oh, is it retail for? Best Buy changed it all when they uh, released their first nine ninety nine CD of Limp Biscuits, uh, classic. Uh, what was it? A hot dog flavored water and some chocolate some starfish. Like and a hot dog there flavored water. I should know that since I was the designated person without a license to go on a lunch break uh, the first day it was released, and I probably copped, yes, I'm going back to 2001 slang, copped probably about 12 CDs for people and just threw them all around the hallways in, in good old Park Forest. You were like Oprah. You get a you get a hot you dog get a CD. You get a Durst. <laughs> you get a Durst. Guys, we got a Hopefully fun show Oprah lined Durst up. Hopefully you Durst at this year's WrestleMania, that's that's for sure. I don't know what the hell to expect at this year's WrestleMania. So many craziness, you know, has happened since the last show. You know, from potential dream matchups to injuries to, you know, will they or won't they show up to, oh, is this steroid scandal going to expose two wrestlers, you know, in your main event to, is what the hell is Ronda Rousey doing and what the hell have they been doing with this training in the last couple of months? Because good God, wow. This could yeah, be a long five a, weeks. There's a lot in our news for our opening segment after break here. There is, I can, I'm just looking at like, with what you just said, I'm like, that's a WrestleMania thing. That's not, that's not, but that might affect it. That, mm, that could affect it. That's affecting Since it. Doing the show. <laughs> I rarely check the dirts now because it's everything we've talked prelude before the week eventually happens. And yeah. it, it's, it's so rare now that I'll, I'll check the dirt sheets 
due to the fact that it's just, oh, no, common sense now. Or B, we already discussed this scenario two weeks before. Ryan Satin and Dave Meltzer should cut us into their paychecks. Boom. We're, we're helping them out. We got some other fun stuff. Obviously, uh, ROH usually gets the chance at WWE, but we're going to talk about the, the table getting flipped. We got uh, some Fox talk. We were at SmackDown. Yes. We got some scripted matches. We have a guy done with New Japan, surprisingly, out of nowhere, that I'm confused about if this is just another work. But also, second fall tonight, a um, couple hours after we get off the air, 46th anniversary show headlined by Kazuchika yeah. Okada versus Will Ospreay, Togi Makabe against Minoru Suzuki. We got the three-way for the junior tag title, so we're going to break that down. Also, Alex kind of teased it last week, but the New Japan Cup, the brackets are out. 16 participants are in. Starts on Friday. We're talking that. And obviously, we close with the WWE as per normal. Ross SmackDown Live last week, previewing a little fast lane. Uh, leading Let's just say our shooting from the hip is a little bit more believable than last week's pipe bomb. Mm, I like that. We, uh, we got something new we want you all to hear. Uh, we got a new sponsor, new friend of the show. Yes. We're going to give them some love. Uh, lead that into our first break. We're going to come back because there's a lot of news and rumors, so we got to get right into it. WrestleCast, Southside Media, you're right back. Looking to get a head start on deer hunting season? Let FML Solutions point you in the right direction. Hi, Alex from Strong Style Media here, letting our listeners know deer season just got a heck of a lot easier. FML Solutions offer a fantastic deer stand that only takes 30 minutes to assemble and disassembles with no tools required. The best part, though, is its ingenious design allows it to double as a cart to haul your trophy back to the truck. FML Solutions is a made-in-the-USA product manufactured right here in Minnesota. Check out FML Solutions on Facebook by searching FML Solutions INC and visit FMLSolutionsInc.com to learn more about this innovative deer stand. Also, check out FML Solutions, Inc. at the Minnesota State Fairgrounds this weekend, March 9th, 10th, and 11th, during the Outdoor News Deer and Turkey Classic in St. Paul. When you're picking up your deer stand, let them know Strong Style Media sent you. Most people would consider this illegal. 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 What was mere vision suddenly became a reality. When you put a bunch of entities together and you bundle into one giant conglomerate. Baby, you get strong style media. My name is Ryan Cook. I'm the chairman of our company, and I'm here to tell you that each and every week, Sunday through Thursday night, we give you the best in radio. For boxing needs, standing eight count radio. For pro wrestling, we got WrestleCast. We got your sports knowledge covered with SportsCast. You like movies? The pop cultures are where it's at. And for all your local hip-hop, Soda Sound Radio. Make sure to subscribe, like, comment, rate, share, follow everything you got. iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, Radio Tune, and that more. We are Strong Style. Just respect my conglomerate. Just respect my conglomerate. Just respect my conglomerate. Just respect my conglomerate. You won't see these folks at the post office. They have businesses to run. They have passions to pursue. How do they avoid trips to the post office? 
stamps.com. Mail letters, ship packages, all the services of the post office right on your computer. Get a four-week trial, including postage and a digital scale. Go to stamps.com today. Hey, Alex Mello here, host of The Pop Culturist on the Strong Sound Media Network, inviting you to join myself alongside Half Pint's Kyle Adams as we discuss all the latest news and reviews in movies, music, and television. Check us out every Wednesday night at 8 p.m. Central Standard Time here on blogtalkradio.com. Also, you can check out The Pop Culturist archives on Blog Talk Radio, search bar Strong Style Media, as well as on iTunes, Stitcher, Tune in and Google Play to hear all the eclectic offerings here at Strong Style Media. We are conglomerates. What are we looking at here? Lists all over the safety thing. Third-party background checks for drivers. 24-7 trust and safety team. Critical response line. All right, list. Who can play at this game? What if we had a safe word? What about boba? No. What if you actually wanted boba? It's got to be more exotic. What's your wife's name? Oh, Barbara? Safe words, Barbara. <laughs> I like that. Okay. Super, super, super fly. Doing the uh, the three fingers and salute in the air, but I don't have a cage to jump off on Don Morocco with. <laughs> jump in the but it's okay. See if um, Sydney can uh, take the bump. <laughs> he probably can. He was he was taking some bumps today. He was going nuts. But that's the <laughs> point. That kid, that kid was. I was like, man, you you got a lot of energy coming off that plane. No, but there's <laughs> there's a lot of WrestleMania in these news and rumors. So I think what I'm gonna what I want to do is I'm gonna just look at the look at this this paragraph on the screen here on the soundboard and everything that has mm-hmm. nothing to do with WrestleMania I'm gonna ignore it and then we kind of just we can kind of just con, like giant conglobule the, the WrestleMania into one mini news okay, segment. How does nice, that sound? Nice. So perfect, perfect. First thing on the docket is we all know ROH chants and indie chants get chanted at WWE. But on Friday at Manhattan Mayhem, the crowd was chanting Rusev Day. Did you see this video, Alex? I did. It was deafening in the most oh pleasant ways. Do you think that this is something where Vince and Trips know how over he is, know how much merch he sells, and they're just just waiting and just kind of Daniel Bryan-esque letting it just marinate or do you really think they're too stupid to realize to push this guy i'm gonna have to go the latter with that i i don't think it's just more stupid i just think as we discussed last week there's just so many bodies uh or, or so many ingredients in the pot it's kind of hard just be like mm, let's see if this will actually work or this <laughs> is the flavor of the month let's see how this is gonna go but rusev has been over since Lana, you know, kind of took him to that, you know, stratosphere 
by garnering, yeah. you know, Vicky Guerrero uh, light heat, you know, if you will, you know, kind of with that first year. Um, I, I just think you you bring the duo back together somehow. I mean, it's kind of hard, especially if you watch uh, Totally Divas, but um, I, I don't think they're stupid. I think uh, it's it's something where you know, post mania, they might you know, do something with him depending on, uh, you know, what they do with the titles, the secondary titles, you know, especially as we've been talking about for the last month, you know, what the pay-per-view structure is going to look like since everything is going to be, you know, co-branded on every show now. So I hope nothing but the best for Rusev. I mean, he's he's been a fan of ours for, what, four to five years now. Uh, hell, ever since he rolled in with that tank at Mania, but as mm-hmm. Rusev uh, pointed out to a Twitter follower who said, this is how he needs to come out of WrestleMania. Rusev, unfortunately, I don't think joking was, I got to get booked first. Oh, God. He's getting Andre. Is up. he the front runner for the Andre? <laughs> no, Baron Corbin wins it again. Um, oh, man. No, I uh, there, there's so many front runners. For this Andre, the giant memorial battle royal Esquire, um, that's I I could care less. I I don't think you need to run it like a New Japan, you know, uh, uh, Rambo before uh, Wrestle Kingdom. I don't think you need to treat it as a gimmick battle royal like in WrestleMania 17. I think you. This is going to sound stupid because every match now, I don't think there's a one-on-one match so far on this WrestleMania <laughs> card. And, and there's rumors and innuendos go, Ryan. The world title, the Raw Universal Championship might not even be contested one-on-one anymore, depending on what happens in the next couple of weeks. But a help, just throw Rusev in a gauntlet for the U.S. Championship. Throw him in there with Rude, Orton, Aiden English, uh, the ten dude and uh, Baron Corbin because why the hell not? <laughs> the ten dude, oh Ty Dillinger. There what you is, go. There you what go. do you do with gender? Do you hinder Ooh, gender? Oh, that guy. That's. Don't <laughs> so go back to Canada, bro. I think Impact Wrestling might need you because uh, people are swinging too many baseball bats, uh, you know, frivolously up there. Oh my! You know, speaking of Impact and the baseball bats, so I had some time. And I actually wrote down, watched, and graded Impact this week. And I finally started grading 205 Live because I've watched them. I don't know why I didn't write them down. My God, Impact was – I mean, I'm looking at these match scores. One and a quarter, one and a half, one. One and three-fourths and two and a half is Whoa. the main event. Like, that's, like <laughs> if anybody says I grade WWE hard, man. I gave Congo Kong and Joseph Park a one. Like, yeah. I almost went that half got a one. Spot. How was that the, not a negative? I well, because Congo Kong did this like crazy splash off the top rope, so I thought that was like, all right, you get a little bit of a prop for that. But like <laughs> EC3 versus Tyrus, I gave one and a quarter, and I raised the grade because EC3 is so good at his character, but. Mm-hmm. We already know EC3 is not the best worker. You could tell he try, he's you know he's a tryhard, which is what you want. But Tyrus mm-hmm. is just horrendous. He's so bad, mm-hmm. and he was doing things that made Ty- that made EC3 just look ridiculous. Um, wow. El El Hijo del Fantasmo 
uh, wrestled Braxton Sutter. Uh, Phantasmo is uh, King Cuerno in Lucha Underground. Okay, okay. He's like out of shape looking, didn't do half what he does. They botched a few things. I went one and a half on that. Uh, Rosemary against Hanaya the Huntress. I gave one and three fours. Hanaya is terrible. Thankfully, Rosemary's <laughs> decent. And then Eddie Edwards uh, over Sammy Callahan, I gave two and a half. And Ooh. I was all in when Sammy Callahan picked him up in like a, like a, like a, oh, he picked him up in a pedigree and he lifted him up like Chris Daniels' angel's wings, but dropped him onto like a one knee shoulder breaker. It was awesome. I'm like, holy crap, I'm into this. And then he swings for the for the fences and hits him in the face with a baseball bat. I'm like, oh well, that's oh, that. So God. much for him and Lashley against OVE this Thursday. <laughs> and, so much and for then, no one caring about that match. This and, Thursday. and the worst part is this week's impact had like over a hundred thousand more viewers. It was like the highest watch in like two three years because people and, wanted to see. Because when when you brought up when you showed the picture of Eddie Edwards, I was like, wasn't that from like a month and a half ago? Because those are the tapings when I was in Orlando trying to find a way to see these shows where it was like pulling teeth or trying to find you know uh, Zeus's tridents, even though that's totally the wrong Greek god. Um, where <laughs> I gotta say Ursula, but uh, she had a trident. Ursula's trident. Um, yeah. Just due to the fact that we just left Universal to go to Disney World, <laughs> <laughs> I could barely find a ticket, you know a way to purchase a ticket without you know spending eighty dollars on parking just to randomly walk and be like, "Hey, can I go to Impact?" But it would probably send me to a an insane asylum. But I would say again, the reason why is because people wanted to see how horrible, horribly botched. That uh, baseball bat gimmick was next to, you know, one uh, Daredevil Fury going over the uh, top rope. <laughs> it was so brutal. Like, and, and you could tell Sammy Callahan was like, oh, like he had just this tough <laughs> look on his face. And then they just zoomed in on Callahan so nobody could see Eddie Edwards in his crushed eye socket. And then as they zoom in, you know, Callahan goes into character. And then you hear once again why TNA has the worst funniest music ever when you hear O-B-E Ohio versus everything and I'm like oh my god this is so bad Ew. LeBron but, doesn't even say Ohio versus everything is is he part of the, uh, the indie group with Callahan and Jake and Dave Christ the uh, OI4K Ohio is for killers Don't tell Jordan that that name of that faction (laughs) Will Osprey is not part of that faction (laughs) (laughs) Um, So we got that Uh, Fox News or Fox representatives were at Smackdown Live Uh, Looks like they were talking about the product Do you want to see a move to Fox? Or do you want to If it gets a route of two hours I'm fine with that Um, Yeah I'm I'm fine with it. I it'll be interesting what the uh what the wrestling um kind of uh not not programming but kind of the reporting cuz ESPN has been you know been dabbling in WWE for what the last 2 or 3 years. It's been more of a kind of a mainstream thing on their site. 
Uh, thanks to, you know, the coach who, who was a sports center anchor now back on, uh, on Monday nights here. Uh, but, you know, getting a little bit more flash on the website, if you will, um, and the coach having the, the interviews uh, a week there, which was pretty nifty. But, you know, maybe that could do something big for Fox. You know, Colin Cowherd, um, I think that's pretty much it. Shannon Sharp, uh, you know, if he's not, I'm, I'm not going to say what I was about to say. But, uh, yeah, if you know, maybe that could boost that. Uh, there are shows that are obviously a carbon copy of what ESPN does. Um, uh, I'm all for it. Uh, again. Uh, no, no, uh, it's just originality, unfortunately, is, is no longer a thing. No matter what you say about The Rock's new movie, Skyscraper, it's <laughs> Die Hard with The Rock with the, with one leg. That's all well, that movie is. Don't count it as original. Is, is them going to Fox and being on oh. their affiliate shows a slap to ESPN? Gotcha. Um, uh, possibly, yeah. Yes, um, mm-hmm. but I'm sure they're probably going to want – ESPN's probably going to try to push away from them now, especially with the accus- accusations that just dropped against Jonathan Coachman uh, with ESPN and sexual harassment. Ooh, Coach, Let's, man. He's hanging out with too much Jerry Lawler. Bye. Coach, man. Boom. Perfect. <laughs> I, I will say as much as I – I think Raw would be better at two hours and three hours. It scares me what they would do with with losing an hour, like how much we wouldn't get, or who we would lose. Yeah, again, cuts are becoming. But hey, when you have the new head trainer of your Los Angeles dojo for New Japan, yeah. I'm sure a lot of people wouldn't mind going. You know, even a microcosm of the Juice Robinson routes or every you know Westerner that is that has been going overseas to New Japan. So who knows? Maybe it, there's a brighter future out there Ooh. on the indie scene, and maybe a lot of people in the locker room isn't, you know, afraid anymore. You know, I'm going to say this, and I totally forgot to write that. I want to move right into that. Real quick, let me just say this one, and I'm assuming we don't care, and that'll save us time. Sonny got arrested again. Does anyone care? <laughs> uh, I thought she was still in jail, so I guess no. <laughs> Perfect. So let's go with what, let's go back to what you just said that I'm glad we knocked that out of the way for anyone that was listening to hear us talk about Sonny. You can turn off now. Thanks for the hit. Um, <laughs> Katsuyori Shibata is now the head trainer of new Japan pro wrestling. Rocky Romero is going to be one of the main trainers there. I've heard as well. I know that, you know, they have the, the world-class trainers at NXT, but I tell mm-hmm. you what, that is two different styles with Romero and Shibata. Mm-hmm. That I bet you there's things that Shibata can teach these ki- these kids that he never does because of the style of wrestling, but I bet he knows. And that is such a feather in the cap of New Japan to do, and I never saw that move mm-hmm. coming in a million years. I never thought that that's what they would end up doing with Shibata, and I loved it. I love every minute of that when I saw that you tagged me in that. Um, uh, I was, I was happy when I, when I saw that headline earlier this afternoon. Um, but I was more happy because a, it's awesome that there's, there's obviously keeping Shibata, you know, kind of in the main mainstream, you know, there, but B also the, the, the wrestlers that will be learning from the wrestler, if you will. I mean, when your moniker's <laughs> the wrestler, you can't ask for so anything dope. better and C. Could this mean the technical legend 
Ryan Cook because uh, coming out of retirement, retirement possibly. Shabbat, I don't want none. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'd be scared to death. He'd kick my ass. <laughs> I I can talk a big game over the over the the, the mic here. But no, man, I'd be in the ring. He would chop me once, and I'd be like, "Nah, man, we're good." I'm if it fine. was ten years earlier, do you think you would say, "You know what? I might travel. I I would go to L.A. to to try this." If I was 21, we'll say 21, when I, so 2004, when I started wrestling on NIW before even MCW, and we were wrestling, you know, a couple times a month there. Um, yeah, I was in, I was in a lot better shape. And I was at the point too, where I, you know, I had so much to learn that I didn't know, but I thought I knew that mm-hmm. every time we, you know, like, we'd go work a Neo pro show uh, with, you know, with, with the, the gentleman that runs the, the MAW that we were at. Uh, oh Eli. yeah. yeah. Um, and, you know, we'd go and help him set up their ring. Cause we were all, you know, green rookies and he'd give us ring time for like two hours and like two of their top guys would come and, you know, run drills with everybody and, you know, try to teach people things. And they were awesome with it. And I like, I was like, Oh my God, there's so much to learn. And all I did was want to soak it up. Like it's all I wanted nice. to do. Nice. It, it was so much different than when – if I was 18 and I went to wrestling school immediately when I turned 18 with a buddy of mine, I was mm-hmm. not maturely ready for it. And I, and I can say that because I'm in the ring with, you know, I think it was Sean Devari, Ken Anderson, and maybe Eric Cannon was there, and maybe somebody else. But I looked at, you know, Sean Devari, and I was like, what's your finishing move? And, he, you know, he's like, oh, I do the diamond dust. I'm like, can I see it? Like, huh? I was like, can I see it? All right. So then he he you know does the flip off the sitting off the top rope to to Cannon and hits the move. I'm like, that's awesome. And then they're talking about you know, all right, there's a show comes this week and guys kind of figure out what's going on. I'm like, who are you guys fighting? And they're like, we're not fighting anyone. We're working them. And I'm like, oh. And I look back and I was like, God bless America. Was I just I I they they should kick me out of there faster than I left. Man. Next time I see you, you might just get like three stiff shots just for that story. Cause I'm like, yeah, but you got to learn. I mean, you definitely got to, you know, learn and, you know, you picked it up from there and obviously you've always had a mind for, for the sport there and, and, and the business side. So, I mean, it, you know, you, we all got to start somewhere. <laughs> you know, this was the, I was, you know, awestruck. I'm like, I'm in a wrestling ring. You know, this is like th- four months after I graduated high school, and I'm like, screw these guys, they're going to college. I'm at wrestling school, bitch. You know, I'm like, yeah. <laughs> you know, uh, so Scorpio Sky, was... what's uh, what's his resume like? It looks like he will be uh, Shibata's assistant coach there. Ooh, he's he's been a California indie guy. Uh, he was way back when when PWG started before it became like a super indie when it was just California oh. kind of based. Um, he was big mm-hmm. there. He's with um, the Addiction in Ring of Honor right now, Chris Daniels and Frankie Kazarian. Oh. He's, I think, at the pay-per-view in a week or so, whenever they rest, the, 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 the pay-per-view that's got Cody and Matt Taven and Dalton Castle, Jay Lethal, it's uh, Hung mm-hmm. Bucks against Scorpio Sky, Daniels, and Kazarian from Six Man. So he's, oh, wow. he's a pretty good, he's a good worker. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm fine for that. I mean, obviously from... Uh, Hangman Page uh, having a great performance uh, last week, not only on New Japan, uh, but also 
at the Hammerstein uh, ballroom, which we'll get into here in a bit. But my God, if this guy's not capitalizing, I God bless Adam Page. That's all I got. Was this on uh, ROH TV this week? Uh no, I thought it was at the the show on Friday. Oh, okay. I I didn't because I didn't watch Ring of Honor from Saturday, and I was like, ooh, I'm something to look forward to. But speaking of, speaking of the random with the New Japan, Chris Jericho says he's done with New Japan for now. Why? Do you think he's just saying I'm done with New Japan for now, but I'm still going to work Dominion? Or now is it kind of like what is he doing at? What's Naito doing then? <laughs> I think he's going to attack Naito. Uh, not not tonight, but but possibly come March 25th uh, to kind of set up something. You know, especially with. That was supposed to be where we thought we were going to get Jericho Naito, um, you know, from the events from New Year's Dash. But I, I think it'll work. It, it, it has to be. I think the biggest work on us would be is if he was telling the truth and we we never see him in a New Japan ring, which obviously well, technically, I that's guess. not what would we want. If he says, I'm done with New Japan for now, he didn't say how long. For now. He is yeah, very now. literal, isn't he? And then, you know, he goes, okay, well, I said for now, it just meant two weeks. <laughs> you know, maybe that's just his way of getting his, gosh, I can't believe that show's already coming up. Uh, I hope Which, it's just uh, on Dominion? New Japan World. No, the, uh, the oh, Strong uh, Style of Strong Style? I, uh, 20 days. Man, Jordan, I need, I'm coming to your house for that because you got direct TV. So coming if you're listening. You. Jordan, you that could be your birthday present to the man right here. You can get some uh, into your home. some Casamigos for us, and we can watch some wrestling. Ooh. Uh, what else do we I don't think he'll say no to that. I hope not. I already told you I graded Impact. Uh, I got an ending that was knocked out of left field, literally was. Let's, let's, let's bulk this. Do you have anything, any other news that I may have missed before we go into all this WrestleMania talk? Um, no. Like I said, kind of one of the breaking things uh, to break within the last hour uh, the coach being uh, accused again um, by ESPN's former legal anal- analyst, who's also kind of thrown, I think it's like, not John Bouchergrass, the other guy who's like John Bouchergrass. Uh, you know, she's filing sexual harassment against uh, a lot of ESPN uh, people behind the scenes and reporters. Um, Chris Berman, you know, the, the text messages uh, or the voicemail that he sent to Jamel Hill, uh, Beaumonte Jones, and, and, of course, Coachman, which, you know, it'll be interesting what the WWE does, you know, kind of with this allegation Wait, as well. So this is sport, This is definitely sports-related, but what, what did Berman say to Jamel Hill in, an, in a voicemail? Uh, apparently it was very racially uh, insensitive. Oh, okay. I thought it was going to be like he's hitting on her, but he's using his, like, football slogans. <laughs> no, it's not... Oh no, no, it's not Scott Van Pelt. Um, uh, also, the uh, CM Punk, Cole Cabana, uh, and Chris uh, Amon uh, lawsuit apparently uh, will not be settled before uh, trial. Apparently, this will be heading to trial. Wow. Uh, hopefully, ROH will give Cole Cabana a little boost in that uh, announcing money because I unfortunately will believe. He will need it. No wonder why CM Punk is now going to be the host on that American Beastmaster show. Yeah, Ultimate Beastmaster Three or Ultimate part of Beastmaster. Team America. Oh, who's, I forgot who his play-by-play partner was, but uh, Shale uh, Sonnen. <laughs> maybe the Brazil team has like Anderson Silva on it. 
I watched what? like the first part of the first season. Um, maybe Cole Cabana can go uh, take Ian Rigavoni and shake him over a toilet for his lunch money to help out. Ian <laughs> 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 Rigavoni or whatever the, the other commentator guy. <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, so let's get into the this, this WWE. There's there's at least four things I can think of with with WrestleMania. The big one you mentioned the steroids. The, the steroids, not stairways. The steroids, steroids to heaven, Brock. man. <laughs> That's funny. It's that neat. Apparently, Brock and Roman Time got into stamp. the same meat. Saul Canelo Alvarez got into. <laughs> Time stamp. <laughs> writing it down. Um, but now it's like. Is this is this the time that you just realize you know what? And this goes exactly with with our new intro and what you said in in, in the new intro. Is this time to give Braun the shot? Just is it time to just do it? Yeah, if you're making him go into back to back to back matches with Elias or Elias, and and God bless him, he, he's he's made me a fan. But no, we're. I don't need to see a symphony of destruction, whatever the hell they're hashtagging for tonight's uh, Raw here. Uh, give me the hashtag Strowman Lesnar or Brock escapes death from Roman Reigns, thus eliminating him from the title picture at WrestleMania, hence Braun versus Brock for the WWE Universal title. <laughs> if somebody could hashtag that and send it to us, that would be the to ultimate... Beastmaster, right? There, right there. <laughs> no, I I couldn't agree more. You know what? If if you guys are so concerned over these guys getting busted for steroids, Brock Lesnar going to the UFC. Now they're saying that that whole Monday thing wasn't a was an angle, and they told him to not show up. I I don't uh, understand how you tell him to not show up and like, hey, don't show up, but go hang out with uh with Dana White and wear a UFC. You know shirt why? Because that's how they think they're going to get Roman over, which was the most ludicrous thing I've ever seen. And I've seen it twice, and I've felt ill both times. And, you know, not to jump into Raw right right away, but you're right again. It's like he's cutting the same promo that everybody just cut against John Cena or John Cena cut against The Rock. It's the same thing with cut against Roman Reigns. (laughs) It's just like... Well, you know, it doesn't, it's not working. And like, I, I, no. And the amount of support I saw online, you know, through, you know, various Facebook posts and groups and chatter and on, you know, some website headlines, I, I seriously did a spit take where everyone was applauding Reigns. Yeah, this is the real him. I said, no, that was the most scripted shoot I think I've ever (laughs) seen in my life that I wanted the gag and he could, he still wasn't even believable and he still crutches on the word of her female dog. And he's trying to sound badass. No, bruh. You sound like the people that would use that word all the time in offense or offensively towards, you know, the females, if not, you know, <laughs> he's yeah. about, he's about as believably tough as a SoundCloud rapper at this point. And it's just, <laughs> ridiculous i'm just like <laughs> i i don't i don't believe it i i don't believe that he is this be all end all and like if if i would have never seen this guy and you just showed me him i go damn that dude's got money written all over him 
but unfortunately I heard his personality and I've seen his, his promos and I've, I, I just, I don't believe it. I just, I can't believe it. And I'll, you know, I guess if, if look, we're not buying it, but if other people are buying it, that they told Bron or Brock to stay home last minute and piss everyone off and, we're going to have Roman cut this promo and if the crowd's going to cheer him and believe it, well then kudos and good job for getting him over. But I'll tell you what, I'm not doing it and it doesn't sound like Alex is doing it. We're not buying it, you know, but maybe, maybe, maybe the fans will. And that's what counts because we're going to watch it regardless, you know, and again, the worst thing, the worst thing about it, you invoke uh, again, as we talked last week, you invoke bronze personality into that sort of promo And he's saying, no, I'm not done with you yet. You're going to get these hands April 8th. Then I would go off, jump off my couch and be like, yeah, that's believable. Not this guy's going to cock his arm with an imaginary gun or bazooka with a punch to the face that barely lands each time. Slow-mo that, folks. Slow-mo. It is the worst thing in the world with the most tiresome spear because he's already gassed by the time he has to hit the spear in the 15 to 24 minute mark in a match. Ron Strowman <laughs> doesn't get him. winded. He puts you through a table and then flips one over you. <laughs> yeah. That's the crazy thing about Braun is that dude is so big and he just keeps, he, it seems like he's got cardio, man. He just goes. Yeah. Um, Except for when Lesnar punches him in the face, that that kind of—I don't think he saw that coming. <laughs> Slow down, <laughs> like, okay. But he took it like a champ. Yep, yep. So I don't know. We'll, we'll see how this develops. You know, as, as Alex said, we got five weeks or so. So little interested. Oh in God, that's Rico. so far. Uh, <laughs> Rey Mysterio was really, <laughs> I know, can you think of all the, the buildups to WrestleMania we're going to have on Raw and Smack? Oh, man. Oh, my gosh. Um, Cena wants Undertaker. Um, they're supposedly saying it's not happening. Taker's downplaying that he's not wrestling. Rumor comes out Rey Mysterio is going to sign on and wrestle John Cena at WrestleMania. I know there's no story behind it. I know Alex was not pleased. I, for one, don't agree with it, but with how we've seen Taker, I think at least it might be a better match. But who knows that this was just smoke. But then he tears his bicep in a on an indie show over the weekend, and supposedly they're saying <laughs> six months. Oh, my gosh. And this is after Ray came back at the Rumble, and he looked yeah. like a million dollars. He did look he, good. He did look good. He looked, you know, late 90s WCW Ray. It was, it was, mm-hmm. He looked fantastic. Um, what do you make of the whole Rey Mysterio thing? Was that, do you want to see him back? Did you want the match to happen? Are you glad he got hurt? Like, where's your take on this whole thing? I mean, I shouldn't say glad he got hurt. I'm not glad that he got hurt. I mean, (laughs) there's no, I mean, I'm an ass, but, but not that big of a one. But, uh, (laughs) I, I would say with Mysterio, um, it, it would have been different. Him and John Cena, I, I'm sure they've they've squared off before. But a big platform like WrestleMania uh, could have been something big. Um, and the way that Cena's been, you know, doing the promos over the last week, spoiler alert tonight, uh, I don't know, man. I don't know where the hell they're going, but it could Wait, have been so intriguing. Cena was back on Raw tonight? 
if he would have kept up uh, kind of this shtick, uh, you know, against Mysterio. I think things could have went, you know, turning a, a, a little, if you will, uh, on, on Cena's level. Um, I, I, I would have liked this match again because it would have been different. Uh, we all know the outcome of this match. But again, it, it, it could have been a, a nice 20 minute, you know, kind of like, I don't know, second hour, you know, type of match there. But uh, it's interesting where, again, where they're going to go with John Cena. And if what he said tonight happens, uh, I think Ryan might throw his TV outside of his house. So he's back on Raw after he said last week, which we're going to review tonight, that he leaves Raw for SmackDown. I was randomly uh, on Facebook trolling, and um, <laughs> and uh, I I did a double take because I was like, why does this say WWE Raw and a video of John Cena? Oh, this must oh, be my. from last week. Oh no, it's not. God, well, I get to watch John Cena again tonight. Do the same. See, this is the kind of crap I talked about in in my. No, I'll put over my part of the opening. With the Usos and the Bludgeon Brothers, and I just kept saying, it's yeah. so mad. Why did you distinctively have him tell everybody that he is leaving for SmackDown? And then he wins on SmackDown, so he gets In a pay-per-view match. match. Yeah. <laughs> and then, but then he's still back on Raw. Oh, my God. I almost wish he didn't tell me that, and I just saw it and fast-forwarded it in anger. Now I'm going to be pissed for an hour and 15 minutes and 48 seconds. I'm just kidding. No, um, watch, watch it. It's it. It wasn't bad. That's all I'll say. No, I'm I'm going to watch. Um, it's the New Japan starts at 1900 hours Japan time, which I think is, the I think that's 3 that, a.m. <laughs> oh. <laughs> um, so I'm gonna I'm gonna watch Raw in between. Uh, I'm. I'm Japan to a U.S. time. Let me see here. So that's uh, Eastern time zone to Japan. So if the Japan time is at 7 p.m. bell time, uh, it's a 4 a.m. show start tonight for the 46th anniversary. So, yeah, you were right when you said 4 o'clock. I just couldn't remember that you said that until I said 4 and then 4 came back. And never mind. Uh, um <laughs> But that was time I'm, conversion talk here on <laughs> Radio. Brought to you by Naked Zebra. He doesn't have a good commercial, <laughs> so I didn't put him in our commercial block. I was trying to find a you know, shout out to the female clothing company that wanted to throw a sponsor at us. And I went to find a commercial to play during our commercial block because we didn't get a read yeah. or anything from them. And the commercial block is just some like cheesy music in their like 30 second commercial, and there's no words. I was like, I'm not just playing a 30 second like, like, cute daisy music clip like that's not happening so uh naked dad i hear Zebra. sunny might need some work should we <laughs> see if she can do a reader uh no she'll probably uh spill her drugs on it um <laughs> but i will say this cena mysterio as you said it's a predictable match but it would have been a good predictable because you know the match would have been entertaining I remember right after Money in the Bank, they did a tournament on Monday Night Raw to crown a new world champion because Punk walked out and Rey Mysterio beat the Miz in the finals. And then they made Mysterio wrestle one more match and he wrestled Cena. And it was a really good Raw main event. It was like, they were like 25 minutes. Cena won the title, which led to Cena Punk at SummerSlam, obviously. 
Mm-hmm. But I'm like, man, I would like to see Cena Ray on a bigger stage. I thought it might we might have had it. I thought, well, but man, you know, like I said, the, right. the, the difference and bringing Mysterio back, yeah, I mean, it did pique my interest. Um, and and who knows? Maybe they would have, you know, threw uh, threw Ray a bone and said, hey, here you go. This just seems the whole John Cena situation just seems just like you know the build up to the Rock match. I want to say it was the second one where he just kept losing and losing, you know, obviously losing to The Rock uh, for once in a lifetime to transition to twice in a lifetime. Um, You know, it just seems like that storyline was like, I can't win. I I don't have a road to WrestleMania, yada, 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 where, you know, eventually he's Super Cena and we see uh, number 17 come across our TV screens. You know, this, this is something that just came out of left field because I just started zoning out thinking about this. Um, and then then I have one last thing for you. But you know how the last two Royal Rumbles, they've had uh, the 10 man, as you call them, the 10 guy, Ty Dillinger, come on at 10? It's like, yep. yeah, they did this last year. Do you think instead of them doing it again next year, like they probably will, and hope nobody is, realizes that he's done it three years in a row, they should show him in the locker room, like trying to find out who's got the number, like like asking people about their <laughs> numbers, and then he trades numbers with somebody so he can come out as 10? Like he gives number thirty to somebody just so he can come out as ten. <laughs> I don't know why I thought about that. Dude, nothing for me. <laughs> okay, good. That's, that's what I was I thought I was just wasting my time. Um, last thing on the docket, Ronda Rousey. Uh, it sounds like her match with uh, Kurt Angle, Triple H, and Stephanie McMahon is going to be a hundred percent scripted for her. You think this is a safe bet that they're doing with having Angle and Trips do most of the work, or do you think you should really just go out there and let her let her try to work her best, or or not only is it smarter because it is her debut, but it's also Stephanie McMahon in the match. Hey, Macho Man had all his his matches scripted, run throughs. They would practice, you know, or, yeah, or walk throughs, I should say, like weeks <laughs> before. And it was like, Savage is so weird. He flew me to his home to practice the whole match. Because <laughs> he had a I ring mean, in his backyard. <laughs> my my whole thought is, where what the hell have these secret late night training sessions be, uh, been doing? Because a over the last couple of weeks, I nothing's really Im- that suplex against Trips was nice, but again, that's just lifting someone you know backwards, you know, onto yeah. a table. But with me, you know, with, with, with the mic, you know, the last couple of weeks, uh, even her trying to look mean is coming across as, you know, just too strained or forceful um, where they, they just have to let her loose. And, and maybe the scripting is, isn't a good idea, but I think it's the safest idea to not have a huge cluster. Beep. <laughs> I agree. Because Stephanie's in the match, it makes sense. But what scares me is, look at the last match that I felt was was fully scripted. And when something went off the rails, the guy didn't know what to do. And that was that Velveteen Dream. DNA? No, no, Velveteen Dream and Cassius Ono. Oh, when yes. When Dream dropped Cassius Ono and then looked like he didn't know what to do. <laughs> yeah, he's like, what? <laughs> That's what scares me is, Stephanie's not going to be able to just pick up off the rails and go. Um, And this goes to the other rumor 
that Travis Brown, UFC heavyweight, was going to be her her partner, I heard. But then they said, now we have three untrained wrestlers in the ring. <laughs> with Triple H hey, trying Stephanie to... is a former women's champion, for God's sake. So true. Come on. She's got to know true. something. Her t-shirt and track pants and knee pads over the track <laughs> pants. <laughs> so ridiculous. Um, so, I don't know. I, I think it's safe. Because I think... I think then you start letting her go after this, and I'm mm-hmm. fine with that. Uh, but I don't know how because much I want to see Kurt Angle in the ring if he, if they're going to hold because you know this is going to main event. Oh no, God no! <laughs> this cannot I, close your show. If this, I had this to bet is your money, second hour or third hour main event. If I had to bet money, if if that this has a if it's either this or the Roman match, Roman Lesnar. But I bet you this match closes. I really no. do. <laughs> I, I hey, I just got sad. Oh, Snakey's also breaking news. Hashtag all in September first, two thousand eighteen, right in the good old state of Illinois. Yes, at the Sears Center Arena. We are yes. going there. Yes, this gets uh, in. Go go up. Uh, go back to when we they announced the date. I think we said that that was the arena that would make the most sense too. Yeah. When when uh, so predicting that's future. awesome. But go <laughs> did this just break back to yeah, it just broke twelve minutes ago via pro wrestling tease. Wow. That's awesome. I'm going to the all in Twitter. That see now what I'm man. Let's see, all Chicago is all in five minutes ago, all what in sucks, center arena. What sucks is I have to make two trips to Chicago within one week. Because I'll be going to that, and then a week later, Gambino's last tour, last show out in Chicago, which that will be my birthday present. I'm watching the the, uh, the retweets, the likes, and the comments just continue to change and scroll while I'm sitting here. 591 likes, uh, 281 retweets now, uh, likes up to 602 now. Like it's just it's literally flipping as I'm sitting at 605 likes now as I'm walking looking at the. 611, 285 retweets. This thing is just flying. Wow. We got to figure out when tickets go on sale. Oh, and shout out to the newest uh, episode of Being the Elite. Mick Foley's in it. Is he really? Yeah, there's a there's a thumbnail. I'm about to watch that tonight. I got some I got some stuff I get to watch now before. Oh my goodness, I I can't wait. We got to find but out when going tickets back go on to sale. the Rousey thing. If you let her loose, Stephanie McMahon might not have any teeth, uh, you know, kind of when it's all said and done, or trips. Here, you're, you're, and this, this goes off of that one point you had mentioned, too, here. Glad you brought back to that, because I was all starting to fantasize about going to Chicago now for this. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, I loved her intensity at the end of the Rumble seg- or the Chamber segment. Like, I thought she saved it. Yes. And I thought she was great on raw up when, when she was like, you need to apologize to me. But then WWE <laughs> once again, just doesn't understand how to make stars because what does Stephanie McMahon do? Yes. She apologizes, but she comes and walks like she's the biggest, baddest head in the, in the shed and is not even intimidated by Rousey. Come mm-hmm. on. That to me, and I think Taz said the same thing. Like you just ruined her by having that happen. Mm-hmm. And even though, because you, you're, 
I'm big and bad. And I'm just kidding. I'm sorry. No, because now you're looking one hundred one. You're looking one hundred one. You have you have her look strong, and then the following week you have Steph get her you know her her payback, if you will. You don't you Mm. know do it all in one one night. You know, or you know, and and have her almost get her. Have her almost touch Stephanie. Every week she almost gets her hand on her, but then you get to save it for Mania. So when she finally gets the touch, the pop happens. By the way, the sucker punch was hilarious. Do you see that? Do you remember that still shot I sent the group where he cold clocked yeah. Angle for real? And Angle's like, Ugh. like Angle looked as, as confused as he was when the $12 million TV trucks were getting brawned. Oh my God, they're worth $12 million. But like, you completely, completely heard that. And this is something, this is the last time I'm going to rant about this. Now we can, we can move on if, if you don't have any other news because we talked to Rousey. Uh, a whole first hour is already gone. This is good. Yeah, I guess we we got we got time to kill with y'all. So this might be a long show because we got New Japan later. But um, and it's a snowstorm, so we ain't going nowhere. But yeah, one thing I really what I remember when we were talking raw. I said there's two things that really bothered me after how good they did this stuff, and we touched on the first one, and I never said the second one to you. And the second, because then we got into that star conversation, which took you know like 20 minutes because it was a great conversation. But look at what they did with Asuka the week after the Royal Rumble or the week before the Chamber, whichever it was. It was a couple weeks ago. <clears throat> but they had her come in the ring. And what's the number one thing that why Paul Heyman succeeded? He, in wrestling, you accentuate the positives and you hide the negatives. It's very mm-hmm. simple. It's very easy. Tell me why they had Asuka, who still doesn't, you could tell she understands. She just doesn't know the words to use, but she knows what she wants to say because she can she can cut a promo in Japanese. But why did they have her go in the ring and have Renee Young come in there and ask her eight or nine questions to the point she doesn't know how to respond and she's sitting there not saying anything. The crowd's starting to turn on her because they're getting restless because she's she's trying to think of what to say but doesn't know the correct word. And then she just keeps getting grilled. Tell me why you sent her out there to expose her like that. Why do they, this, this, it just bothers me how they get, they get right to the top there with a brand new star and, and Asuka, um, they're already on run two because they almost screwed it up with the Emelina thing. But then they (laughs) send her out for like a 10 minute interview with Renee Young live and she can't answer questions. And instead of, stopping the segment they just mm-hmm. keep piping in more questions for Renee Young like why why do you send your talent out there to look stupid like that it's I, it I seems like it. a Vince McMahonism uh you know we we all know how he likes to uh showcase uh his his foreign wrestlers you know in in not the best of lights if you will just just tr- well I, I I would say don't try to remember but but go back to the Nakamura, you know, uh, Jinder Mahal trash that we received oh, last year. God. Where that was just like 1980s humor in 2017, where it's just like, whoa, Vince, it's 2017, bruh. But, you know, it's I, again, I, like, you're right. Exposing Asuka was, you know, with, with the language barrier. No, she just needs to say one to two phrases. I'm going to kill you, or no one is ready for Asuka. Like, that's all you need for her to say, and yep. that's it. 
she, it's it's like Chris Benoit. He didn't need a mic at first. And then when he learned over time working with Shane McMahon, he learned how to talk. But when he didn't, they didn't expose him. And that's why he stayed over in the transitional mm-hmm. period. I just, I couldn't believe that. And I totally forgot that a couple weeks ago. And I, I'm glad that came up because I know it's old, but it just, it just drives me crazy. Like, and, and you could tell at first, like, the crowd was kind of, like, clapping to try to support her. Like, you know, we're still on your side. But then they just, mm-hmm. five more questions later, it's like, okay. Well, you know, and, and she's out there looking like an idiot, and she knows it. I just, just, I don't know. I, I and then, and then, you know, the Rousey thing happens where you have Stephanie McMahon, you know. They, uh, uh, Rich Craychow, Voices of Wrestling. Always, always talks about how how Steph McMahon's like like the like the daycare teacher who comes out and gives the little kids presents when they're good. Like, guess what, guys? Come over here now. You're gonna get the Royal Rumble. Yay! Praise me! And everyone's like, Oh, Stephanie, thank you. You know, like, and they do I'm the same thing. They, character. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, Paige just got done in the in like this giant dog fight with Mickey James. And now they're like hugging. I'm like, what? Yeah. <laughs> and that speaking of that, that's gonna when we get to Raw, that's gonna I got something for that. But I just I don't understand why they take such easy heat away from these stars, you know, from these people that that your biggest intimidation factor with Rousey is just that, mm-hmm. and he completely took it away when you had Stephen Van march over to her like she was a bigger, bigger deal than she was and it just ah, it just bothered me hell know. going back to this uh potential fox deal i mean do you think you know the product will even be more neutered overall than you know even the the fragments that we've just been discussing well i guess smackdown really can't get any worse because that's already two hours but road dog what have you done and stop <laughs> you saying know, and stop not or sorry, start taking responsibility for what he yeah he he deflects every show. bit of criticism. I not just me. I'm not the only one doing this. Now why does everybody know that you are? Yeah, answer me that. <laughs> oh, we didn't know. <laughs> yeah. Why is nobody else know. getting crap? You're yeah. the only one getting crap. Obviously, the reason people are just going at you. I don't know. I mean, here's the thing that scares me is how much does, do we, do we not get to see guy like Finn Balor in the club? If it goes to two hours instead of three, you know, guys oh, like that, how much do we not see? Over. So it's fine. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know, I mean, what, what if we get a half an hour Roman Reigns segment to start the show and then you have a match and a commercial break, you may be almost halfway done with the show and all you got was Roman and something else. Ooh. I don't, and that's where I know we complain about the three the hours. <laughs> yeah, when you, when you, I, I don't remember what I posted in the group chat, and you you said that you're like, this is why I'm moving to Tokyo. <laughs> 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 I was dying. Speaking of Tokyo, you want to go talk some New Japan in a minute? Yes, yes, yes. September, that could be a possibility. 
Yeah. We'll be right back. 46th anniversary New Japan Cup brackets. They're out. We're talking it. WrestleCast, Strong Style Media. Your late night hip hop and R&B podcast, Soda Sound Radio, hosted by Kyle Halffine Adams. Every Thursday night, right here on the Strong Style Media Network. Catch up on your latest on hip hop and R&B, and hear Minnesota talent at 10 p.m. Central. But if you trust the way I feel, I won't fold from the cards that you feel. Let's journey life together and make it worthwhile. Can't take it back like diamonds. See, my life is like a movie, no rewinding. Killing mics like I got a license. Victim, I believe don't have religion. Just a higher power. Who power? I'm not so happy with it. But I take a breath. Regain my pet. Check my feet when I'm walking. See if it I seen it all more than I care to reveal. I'm always sort of clear the air for the real. That's why I'm aiming at the grill, man, because it's how I feel. Nobody being sincere. We need some changes for real. Again, that's Thursdays right here on the Strong Style Media Network. Thursdays at 10 p.m. Central. And if you're a musician, you want to get your music heard on the show, send the MP3 over to Soda Sound at strongstylemedia.com. Enut. Enut. This right here is Alpha Brain. I just drank some of this in a shake. I got to tell you right now, I couldn't be more clear. You're Clarity. 50, so I use it. I don't do anything without it. I'm addicted I, to I it. I know, but I'm 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 48, but I feel like I'm 26. I have a boner right now. But I have so much energy. Like I actually, I, I'm I'm. And I took an Alpha Brain. I never do. I I want to fight you. I want to fight you. I want to go, chin down, and I want to bang, bang. Oh. Hey, I'm Dr. Asking. What's up? He's been distraught ever since his friend smoked him last week in fantasy football. Now he's grabbed this post and he won't respond. He's got Luzonic plays. What is He's a loser. He's not a loser. Okay, he's a loser. What can he do? With DraftKings, he could have easily challenged his friend to a rematch. Okay, I can't. What are you? I can't see that. You need glasses. I'm also an optometrist. At DraftKings, you can play free private contests whenever you want. Strong Style Media presents... Sportscast Radio, the one that started it all, with your host, Ryan Cook, and me, Jordan Jiskra. We're going to be giving you everything, and I mean everything from baseball, football, basketball, hockey, field hockey, soccer, bobsled, boxing, pokers, pokes, boxing, chefs, survivor, and even that weird sport where they do the hurdles and jump puddles and track and field. All right, maybe not that one, but from the college to the pros and from the rings to the rink, we've got you covered. Sportscast Radio. WrestleCast back at you. That guy will be main eventing tonight against Kazushka Okada. <laughs> will there be a uh, pistol involved? No? Too soon? Probably, probably not on Jordan. this one. Not, not for the world events. That sounded horrible. But that was just uh, too soon for Jordan. Oh, yeah. Of, what, uh, in, sportscast. In, <clears throat> <laughs> if he if he were to do something tonight, maybe he'll come out with like a broadsword or whatever. Hair. Like, 
Yeah, there you see. He'll he'll just wear Okada hair like he did the one time when they tagged. Tight. That'll be his cosplay of it. Um, <laughs> you know, we we kind of talked a little bit about this last week, but I wanted to, for old times' sake, I wanted to actually do some predictions because we haven't done predictions in a while. So I wanted to pull up a notepad, which I'm doing right now. Ooh. And I wanted to I wanted to actually not not get our the uh, 2018 WrestleCast Radio diary uh, diatribe no, man, diary. Like, yeah, uh, what was it? Sunday night when myself and Elijah were watching boxing because Elijah didn't get to see it. Um, he grabbed my my diary and a pen to start doing his scorecard for the Wilder Ortiz fight, and I said, "Hold up, homie, you don't write in that thing." <laughs> This is you got a strictly, bro. Mm, yeah, it's it's one of those like when he knew things got real because I like straight face. I was like, hey man, that you know that doesn't happen. Yeah, this if you see just, that face from Ryan, you know blank just got real. <laughs> like that, that's and he was. I've like, only oh, seen that man. face like four times where I'm like, whoa. You know, and he, don't touch my diary. Okay. Dear diary, <laughs> this is Variety. I'm gonna get you a lock. I'm gonna get you a, a lock for your diary. <laughs> and then I, I um, I did decide though, like I said, if you, you know, near once, once the year starts ending, I'm gonna write all these matches on a Microsoft Word file, I think, and rank it and get everything nice. ranked that way, and kind of have an easier time to rank the matches. Maybe I'll try to rank every match in order. God, I'm a nerd. Real quick, just just for those of you who aren't watching 205 Live, uh, last week, Cedric Alexander, TJ Perkins, I went three stars, and Roderick Strong, Kalisto, I went four stars on that match. Whoa! Awesome. So good. So good. I cannot wait no for tomorrow. He deserved that picture with uh, Ray Mysterio pre-injury. <laughs> oh, Sin Cara? Yeah. Oh, that's not um, Kalisto on my phone. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Tomorrow's uh, Mustafa Ali and Buddy Murphy, and I can't remember the second uh, quarterfinal match that they're going to show. But Dude, that promo you sent was awesome. I'm I, Like I said, I've been a fan of Ali's for, for a couple of months now, but actually seeing them give him time to discuss a character, not even in a ring, in a vignette, if you will, um, was was pretty nice and refreshing to watch. And for him to carve out a, his real life with his ring persona, I thought was tight. And, and it made me realize Alexa Bliss's uh, companion there could be doing something big because uh, the highlights from la- uh, last week or two weeks ago, his, his first round match was pretty damn impressive. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, it was, it was the best match I've seen Davari have on 205 Live. And, you know, no knock against Davari. He's a, he's a cool dude. I urinated on his belt on accident. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, he's <laughs> – but uh, uh, it, was, it was a really good match. I'm like, holy crap, Buddy – and Buddy Murphy looked great. Buddy he Murphy. looked just jacked. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'm like, I can't believe what I'm saying here. Um, All hail trips. <laughs> yeah, and literally look at that. You know, this, is, this, is a, this was a trip's – Led promo, I'm sure. And look what they did. It's this is what 205 Live has been every week. It's so good. Mm-hmm. Go out of your way and watch everything. When you'll see a thumbnail, and there's the thumbnail has Enzo Mori 
on it with all the other guys, the Zoe trains or whatever, and they're doing their dance thing. And there should be like five or six episodes after that. Every one of those has been fantastic. Like literally, if you got like tomorrow, you know, you said you said you're off. And there's the snowstorm. You're probably not doing much. If you got time to kill and you want some wrestling to watch, start right after the Enzo Amore thumbnail. And I think it's nice. like five episodes ago, five or six. But it'll be it's like a Cedric Alexander thumbnail next to the the Enzo one. And literally, it's it's night and day the difference how how good wow. the show has become. Like, I'm looking forward to tomorrow watching it after after sportscast. I, Do you I think I should watch that episode before it started getting good just to compare and contrast? Do it. Do it. Look, I don't know if you're going to watch Raw. To, like, I don't know if you're staying up to watch the 46th anniversary. I'm going to try. Um, you said it's but, at 4? Because I might take a cat nap and just wake up at like 4.30. Oh, there you and go. And just start it from just, there. Yep. So, um, but literally, if, I mean, if if you don't and you're like, well, I, I don't want to watch Raw or something. I already watched Raw. Watch the mm-hmm. 205 Lives. And they're the easiest watches. They're about 35, 40 minutes. So you can get three done in oh, two wow. hours. It's, it's, it's a quick, literally, if you, if you stayed up and watched them all and instead of taking a nap, you'd be able to fill the entire time until 46th anniversary and you'd be caught up. But neither here nor there. If you want to watch the episode before, when I say that, you know, the, the first episode was, was the one where the crowd was like so sick of 205 Live. They were just there because they paid for it. They were tired after Mixed Match Challenge. And Cedric Alexander and Mustafa <laughs> Ali went 20 minutes. And by the end of it, they had the crowd on their feet and they woke this dead crowd up. And ever since then, you kind of went, hmm, they've never done that before on 205 Live. That's because we didn't know trips took over that night. And it's literally ah. been that light years ahead since then. The show before he took over that you want to compare and contrast to, the main event is Tony Nese, Drew Gulak, and Arya Davari losing in a handicap match to Goldust. Ah. Tell me what Goldust has to do with 205 Live. How do they write off Enzo Amore, by the way? Do they just say, they oh, just, new they champ? Just stop. They had they had Drake Maverick come out and he announced a tournament. Wow. It was that was it, <laughs> and and like they like they it was literally like they started the brand fresh. And I'll tell you what, um, I mentioned this to Elijah because he hates Rockstar Spud from when he saw him in TNA. That dude's a breath of fresh air in this thing. He, I, I thought a GM in Two Hundred Five Live literally would make this Raw Junior even more, where it'd just be bogus and bo- even worse. And he's he's the best part about it. It's like watching an old Daniel Bryan before SmackDown got lame. He's, he's, you know, like I said, he went up to Jack Gallagher. He's like, I'm putting you in the tournament, but why don't you come dress like a wrestler? You know, why don't you Mm -hmm. act like you want to be here? Like he's, it's, oh, it's so good. And then these guys work. They just work and work. Roderick Strong and Callisto was awesome, man. It was so good. Oh, I just wanted to get that out. Um, before I forget to talk about it. Um, Is Togi Makabe the younger brother of Minoru Suzuki? Because they kind of <laughs> look the same in this promo picture. Were you... I can't remember. Was Were you over when we watched the oh, Kanahashi versus Togi Makabe Young Lion match? Well, no. What? Interesting. <laughs> it's a... Uh, it's on the network. 
and it's it's Togi Makabe versus uh, Hiro, uh, Hiroshi Tanahashi, or Hiroshi Tanahashi. And like mm-hmm. Makabe's got like short black hair, and Tanahashi wow. has short black hair too. Like they look both like like Red Narita. Hey, and watching the, the wonderful show buckle stuff on New Japan, he had he did one on the importance of the young lions, um, and the footage that he that he got of of pretty much every wrestler that we know and love in New Japan as a young lion was insane. It was so cool to watch. You had your Okadas, you had, you know, your your Naitos. You you pretty much had like everybody that we love now. Sonata looked totally different. You know, kind of him coming in uh, from a different area, and then it was just insane to kind of see all these different people. It's like, hey, it's so and so and so and so, and it was it was insane. Jay yeah, White. I gotta I gotta watch that Young Lion one because. I, I've like clicked on it like three times, then I'll start doing something. I'll forget to watch it. Hashtag show buckle. Come on, WrestleCast Radio, please. <laughs> yeah, I know. So I was like, ah, what a nice guy. Forty <laughs> sixth <laughs> uh, anniversary show is tonight, four a.m. NewJapanWorld.com. Uh, doing Japanese and English commentary, whatever you prefer. Woo. Let's run down our picks. First match, uh, Hiroshi Tenzan, Kushida, Raisuke Taguchi, Jushin Thunder Liger, and Tiger Mask taking on Yuji Nagata and the Young Lion group of Tomoyuki Oka, Shoto Aminu, Tetsuhiro Yagi, and Ren Narita. Uh, just because there's no cheeseburger, I am going to go with, uh, with Yuji Nagata, Ren Narita, Tomoyuki Oka, Shoto Umino, and Tetsuhiro Yagi. Wow, he's taking the young lions. Young lions are going to take it. I'm going to go. Uh, I'm going to go the the Taguchi Japan type team. But <laughs> I tell you what, I don't want that team to win, and they got Liger on it. I would love to watch the young lions get a victory. I hope you're right. And I hope I'm wrong on this one. Uh, seventh match in the trial series: uh, Manabu Nakanishi against Katsuya Kitamura again. I'm going to go Nakanishi, unfortunately, because I don't think Kitamura is winning a match in this series, but. My whole thing is I think it should be redemption because this was lauded as the worst uh, so far of uh, Kitsumura's, uh seven-match, uh, you know, kind of uh, gauntlet, if you will. Um, and, and I'm hoping, you know, you build him. People like him. He's got a base. He's, he's steadily improved. Hell, give another young lion a win. I'm going Kitamura. Yeah. Now, Manabu Nakanishi always, like, once a year, like, early in the year, has, like, one – like, oh, my God, I can't believe he can still do that match, and then the rest of the year sucks. So maybe this is that match. Because <laughs> I remember last year around February, March, he worked Yuji Nagata, and he did, like, a suicide dive and, like, all this other stuff. Oh, and you're like, what the hell is going on here? And then is he, that what then we're going to say about Jeff Hardy in, like, three years? Like, whoa, you can still win. <laughs> you're not – well, you're not a Osprey yet. Sorry, Jordan. <laughs> Third match, we get two rounds to David Finley and Toa Hanare against the Chaos team of Hiroki Goto, Tomohiro Ishii, and Toro Yano. Chaos for life. That's all I got to say. Yeah, I'm going chaos for sure. Ishii and Yano are being built. I'm all about I will juice, say, but Ishii, Goto, yeah. I mean, that's... Toa Hanare is definitely surprising me how instead of sending him on, on an excursion as well... They just threw a gimmick with him and let them start going. He mm-hmm. he doesn't look bad. He's working. 
Yeah, kid is working. I was I'm pleasantly happy with him. Now we start getting into the meat and potatoes of this show. We have the three-way junior heavyweight tag title match. Rapungi 3K defend against Los Ingobernobles de Japón members Bushi and Hiromu Takahashi and Suzuki-gun juniors in El Desperado and Yoshinobu Kanemaru. That's tough. I, I'm going to say Show and Yo with uh, they, they retain the IWGP Junior Tag Team uh, Championships, but I wouldn't be mad if LIJ, you know, kind of something new and different for Hiromu there. Uh, that would be tight, but I think Show and Yo retain. I feel bad for Desperado and Kanemaru because they got the clean win and then they kind of just yep. shoehorn LIJ right. into this match when I think this should have been a one on one. But I'm going to go on a limb, and I'm going to pick LIJ to win the title. I think Rapungi should retain, especially with the Young Bucks moving up to heavyweight and open some new doors with new mm-hmm. opponents for Rapungi. But I'm going to just – this is kind of that random feeling like you have with the Young Lions. I'm just going to go for it. I don't think I'm going to be right, but I, I think it's got legs. Uh, Yoshihashi takes on Sonata. I'm going Sonata on the win for that one. I pray to God Sonata wins this match. I hope he decimates Yoshihashi and makes him cut off that damn hairstyle, which Naito rocks way, way, way better. You don't like the headhunter and his uh, his staff? His no, staff but speaking of young lions, you see Yoshihashi as a young lion with Naito, and you're just like, wow, this guy's just such a nerd. Like, he just, it, it, unbelievable as a wrestler, in my opinion. He's is, it, you know what the, the thing about these young lions that you always see that kind of makes this stand out? Is, look at the two that you just said. Yoshihashi and Tetsuya Naito. Naito yeah. went one direction and Hashi went the other. You mentioned another one with Jay White. Jay White went one way. Dave Finley David went the Finley. opposite way. <laughs> you know? And he had short but hair back then. It took me a minute. I was like, who's that guy? Oh, I get it. You know, I, I obviously Hiroshi Tanahashi went one way. Makabe, Makabe, I wouldn't say went the other way because he's still got a world title run. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, I mean, I still think he had a decent run, but nowhere the, the career of uh, Tanahashi the other two that are kind of level to me, um, and these 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 two I really got to see a lot because they both excursioned a lot in America, but uh, the then Takaki Watanabe and Kama Itachi, who are now evil in Hiromu Takahashi, those two have had kind of a linear path where they mm-hmm. both kind of excelled in their own way. So those have been a little more balanced off on this, but I don't know, I'm kind of thinking that like, Kitamura and Harai Kawano, when when he comes back, yeah. are going to go one way where we see Ren Narita and Tetsuhu Yagi maybe go the other way. I, I like the Kitamura and Kawano type of thing because I'm like, oh, it's like Batista and Randy Orton, like a young evolution mm-hmm. type team, if you will, where I, I think those two are the standouts, but this is a pretty damn impressive young Lions. You know, unfortunately, we have to wait till 2020 to kind of see how the progression comes, but. Oh, and, and that's the one thing too, like, you know, we still have Tomoyuki Oka who, you know, the bald one who has so much potential and he's kind of uh Takaki Kidani's crown jewel. 
you know, the president of New Japan. So that's that guy's always there. And I'll tell you what, you know who really impresses me, and you'll have to tell me uh, if you watch the the opener, the the, the five man. But Shoto Aminu, uh, Red Shoes, uh, Tight Ref's kid, uh, Tight Ref's mm-hmm. kid, Tight Ref Aminu, uh, Shoto Aminu is just really, really starting to put it together. I think it's a good way to say it. But he's got a really good presence in the ring, and he's not he's not sm- he's not too small, but he's not too big. But he can move in there, and I don't know. He just seems to be standing out over Yagi and Ren Narita a lot right now. Interesting. I'm like I said, everything that I've seen over the last year with them inside and outside of the ring. This is a this could be a pretty damn good uh, damn good class. I I don't know. It, like I said, 2020. Uh, listen to us here at Wrestle WrestleCast Radio. We'll let you know if we our predictions were right. Why the hell is Jason Jordan on the promo poster for Survivor Series? That's a topic for next week. Next match, Tatsuya Naito uh, battling uh, Taichi. Um, only thing that was cool is when when he you know he kind of dragged Naito into the back. Uh, what was that? Uh, the Road Two shows. That was at. Um, that was. Uh, oh my God! New beginning. The new beginning, new beginning in yeah. Osaka. Um, the only thing I think that would make this match cool, because of course it's Tai Chi's move to heavyweight, which yawn whatever. Um, the only way this would be dope, I, I don't, I don't know what a why I said that, but if Jericho, I don't know what he's doing today, or if he's in Japan, if somehow they did the double switch, and you have Jericho kind of wear the Tai Chi mask and kind of come oh. and drag him out of the ring. And somehow, like, decimate Naito and then pull Taichi in to get the win. Uh, I think that would be the only thing that could make this match uh, a little watchable, besides, of course, one of Mr. Tetsuya Naito. I'll say this. I'm intrigued to see Taichi as his move to the heavyweight working different competition to see what happens. He's in there with a guy who, when he wants to work, he's going to get a good match out of you. Uh, I don't know if you watched on the network, but they added the Taichi and Takamichinoku festival show, uh, I think from mid-January. And Taichi wrestled Naito on that show, actually. And it was a decent match. Really? Hmm. The only thing that scares me about Taichi is every time he wrestles, he brings out that stupid hammer. Hmm. And I just can't get over that every time that these guys work, there's always shenanigans. Like, Suzuki Goon guys cannot stop using weapons, and it just sometimes gets frustrating. That's the only thing that scares me about the the Taichi thing. But if it's a clean match, I I, I have Naito going over. But maybe it'll surprise, and I think what helps is we have low expectations for it. Mm-hmm. True, true. You know, um, I'm just in in fear of a long ass entrance at five thirty six in the morning. Yeah, but you're like, come on. Who do, who do you got in this one? You go uh, I'm going to go Naito. I'm going Naito, yeah. Uh, semi-main event, Mineral Suzuki defends oh. the Intercontinental Championship against Togi Makabe. Somebody's going to get punched really hard in this match. Someone's leg is going to get ripped off. Yeah, someone's going to headbutt <laughs> someone's head off of someone's shoulders. There's going to be a, a random jump off the top rope. Someone's going to get hit with two chairs. Uh, and that's probably all Minoru Suzuki in the first five minutes. Into this match. <laughs> this is going to be, be flipping him off, for sure. 
this is reckless, ruthless aggression that uh, that you could say will will be in this match. Um, <laughs> this is what an anniversary show match I would say is all about. If it's if it's not Minoru Suzuki versus Goto uh, or or Makabe versus Goto. This is just what you have to have for all your your new Japan heads, if you will. <laughs> Who are you taking? Uh, I'm I, I'm gonna go Suzuki. Uh, re- retains the title there. I'm gonna go Suzuki as well, retaining. But I think I wouldn't be surprised if Makabe they gave him one last rub. Whoa! But we'll see what happens. I don't know. I you know I I've heard other people say this. I still, you know, and if if Suzuki pulls a four four and a quarter star match out of out of Makabe in this thing too, I think once again he continues to ride out that he is the MVP of 2018. He okay. has just been, and and it, his age has just been literally fantastic. I I can't. He 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 took a boring legwork type match with with Tanahashi and made it awesome. Because, like, you felt for Tanahashi is this guy's like a, a rabid dog trying to rip his leg off. Mm-hmm. I, I love it. Suzuki has just been on fire. Then we got the main event, the, the traditional where the champ challenges the junior at the time. We saw it last year with Kota Ibushi when he was Tiger Mask W. Okada Osprey, what do you got? Oof. I got uh we'll, we'll just say right here a five star match uh, probably right off the bat. I think you got uh, a really good shot, man. <laughs> I'm 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 gonna go Okada. I like how it's chaos within chaos. Um, I think this just works in so many ways. I loved how Osprey just challenged him out as Okada kind of did too. He's like, hey, I, I want you know the you know the history and uh, of this event to to kind of continue. Um, but I, I, Okada, I'm going to go 30, 40 minute, you know, match kind of here. Um, there's going to be, you know, an os cutter here and there, but I think Okada is going to hit two rain, rainmakers to finally silence the young, uh, the young Brit there. I, I will say I'm taking Okada. I hope he can beat him on one because of how much they sold. They, they talk, you know, the difference between heavyweight and junior heavyweight, but I would not mind whatsoever if, if he did get out and they had to build up to some more, I hope it's more of a, he lays them out and picks them back up and does it again rather than the kick out. Cause you know, they, they say they, they protect finishes so much in Japan that I hope it's not, you know, he doesn't super Cena out of it. Yeah. But I tell you what, man, I don't think that there's another match. I'm looking more forward to than this match. And that's, you know, counting anything I can think of that's going to be at a WrestleMania. This is what potentially could be at it. Like, I don't think that anything forecasted at a takeover. I'm more excited mm-hmm. for this than a, the, the assuming Gargano versus Ciampa match. I'm more excited for this than almost Black is which I, what I'm assuming there. You know, I'm, I'm more excited for this than the hopeful Sasha and, and Bailey at Mania. Mm-hmm. Uh I'm more excited than Asuka and Bliss, if that's the way they go, or Asuka, Charlotte, or whatever. You know, maybe they're just waiting for Fastlane to be over before Asuka announces, but this match is... I just... I can't wait. I cannot wait for this match. This is the reason I may force myself to stay awake so I can see this. <laughs> what do I do about this? Yep. I just... I can't. I, I, I was just going to keep more awing and pawing over it. 
Well, what's cool is is there's no pressure on. Oh, the Yetze got got eliminated from the Royal Rumble, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, but but he is he is right. Shout out to Alex there. <laughs> he'll be he'll be right back, I'm sure. But uh, it's 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 got such a good chance to literally. You know, you may. This is something people may look at and, and call it match of the year. We saw how good he did with Tiger Mask W last year. Obviously, it's Kota Bushi, so you're going to, you know, you're going to have a good match regardless. But Will Osprey, they're finally booking Osprey right. They're finally doing all everything with him correctly. And the fact that we're getting him and Kazuchika Okada in a main event. There we Man, go. the Alex Yeti got to me. Uh, no, but what, what I would say is uh, the, the, the the pressure is off because, again, non-title match. It could honestly go either way. I forgot it was a non-title match for, uh, for that minute there. Uh, but what would be interesting, and I'm not saying this could happen, but what if somehow Jay White kind of, you know, he likes to stir up trouble. He kind of told Okada, you know, from the get-go with the allegiance with the chaos, I'm not really here for the brotherhood, for the family. I'm here to make marks, to make a name, to put myself over. So what if he does something to kind of, you know, intervene into this match, or do you think it's a little too soon for, for that action? I think it'll stay clean just for the fact of what the match is. Okay. Um, I don't know for sure if I'm right or wrong, but that's what I'm going to kind of, I'm just, I'm assuming they're going to be smart and just keep it clean because I think they know how big this match is mm-hmm. and how much people are going to be into this match. So I will tell though, I, oh, this is going to be good tonight. Literally time will tell in, in about seven hours. <laughs> uh, March 9th to March 21st is the new Japan cup this year. It is 16 Ooh. entrants going in. The winner wrestles at Sakura Genesis on April 1st. They get their shot at either the IWGP Heavyweight Championship, Intercontinental Championship, or Never Openweight Championship. It is of their call. Uh, Here's the brackets. We have Yoshihashi taking on Kona Bushi, Tetsuya Naito against Zack Sabre Jr., Toro Yano against Davey Boy Smith Jr., and Chucky T against Sonata. In the second block, we have Michael Elgin against Tomohiro Ishii, Juice Robinson against Yujiro Takahashi, Hiroshi Tanahashi versus Taichi, and Bad Luck Folly versus Lance Archer. I don't know how I picked this tournament to go. It's crazy how we can get a Coda versus Naito match in the second round on one side of the bracket, or a (laughs) Coda Zack Sabre Jr. match in the second round of the bracket. Either way, I don't mind either match. Unless your uh, boy, the headhunter, takes out Kota Ibushi. <laughs> no, don't be silly. <laughs> Sorry about that. Um, <laughs> no, but but Yujiro, Juice Robinson, what I like about that is Juice will get the win, and then we get to see Juice and Ishii again, which I thought they had they had a pretty underrated match, a pretty good underrated match last year in one of the you know nineteen tournaments New Japan generally has on a yearly basis. Uh, but uh, I. I'm fine with that. I'm fine with the Elgin and Ishii, you know, in that first round, you know, but, but like we talked last week, does Tanahashi kind of go out in the first round again? Do they try to build Taichi depending on, again, 
what happens tonight against Naito, try to build him into the heavyweight division and get a win over Tana. You know, that's something that's going to be very interesting, and I'm really curious to see how it'll go. Um, you look at last year in the tournament. Um, why is my – I'm trying to scroll on this page here, and it just keeps going. Uh, we're just going to keep jumping around. I you believe last year – <laughs> um, I believe last year that Juice Robinson worked Ujiro in the first round as well and beat him. Ooh. Uh, so last year, so um, that makes me wonder if they're going to set up to have Yujiro defeat Juice in a rematch this year. No, ew. <laughs> but what's interesting, I will say too, this web page I'm on is not working. I got to find another web page here. But before I before I start googling and, and forget what I'm talking about, the one thing that's interesting is, did you have you seen the the undercard matches on this year's New Japan Cup? I have not. Uh, they all have, I, they all have, I see is the tournament matches on here. They they're doing. Let's see. Maybe maybe this can pull up the undercard. I I had all the undercard and now it walked away. Or yeah, it literally walked away from me. Um, <laughs> but but Chase Owens is teaming with Kota uh, Kota Ibushi, and then there was another match where it was Hikaleo who did hurt his knee. So I don't know what they do with him, but it was Hikuleo, Chase Owens, Yujiro Takahashi, and Kota Ibushi was tagging with them as well. What? what? Interesting. Yeah. Very interesting. Yeah, so that really threw me. Here, I'll just pull up. I went on the actual New Japan website. So as an example, so let's pull up the first night. We have Yoshihashi and Kazuchika Okada against Chase Owens and Kota Ibushi in, in the, the tag match before the two tournament matches start. Then we're, we go to the next night, and we have Chuck so O'Tee, Yoshihashi. Owens out of the Bullet Club? Well, that, see, that's where I'm going with this here. We have Chuck Taylor, Yoshihashi, Hiroki Goto, and Kazuchika Okada against Okeos, taking on Hiko Leo, Yujiro Takahashi, Chase Owens and Kota Ibushi. <laughs> so that almost is the odd. They're putting Kota Ibushi in with the other Bullet Club members. Yeah. What the what the H? You know the next what night. The he's, <laughs> what the Tai Chi? I'm trying to find out what they got him <laughs> doing the following evening. Yep, then, then the next the show after that, Tomohiro Ishii and Kazuchika Okada against Chase Owens and Kota Ibushi. And it's, it's weird. Is they don't keep having... Hurt, or is he just on excursion himself? Omega said he is not going to be in the tournament because he wants to finish this Bullet Club issue and resolve this first. Okay. So he declined to be in the tournament for that reason. So he, is there... What, what new video games are coming out that you know that he's not going to be participating. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Dynasty right? Warriors like that. is that <laughs> new Dynasty Warriors is dope. Oh, yeah, he's not going to play that. Uh, so I don't know who. I guess, I guess it's almost. Hmm. Trying to think of an easy way to look at this tournament and analyze this tournament. Oh my God, Ayazuka and Taichi are going to team up against Makabe. And Hiroshi Tanahashi. Oh my God, that's my main event for the third night. <laughs> oh, yeah. So you're seeing these cards. It's really interesting yeah. here. So, 
let's look at this. Let's let's get rid of the people who don't have a chance to win, we think. And then let's mm-hmm. go from there and try to kind of figure out what makes sense to win. Does Michael Elgin have any shot to win this tournament? No. Okay, I'm with you on that. Tomohiro Ishii. Yes. I'd say yes as well. Juice Robinson. Ooh, I I would say yes. There's a pretty damn good chance. I want to say yes. I'm going to say yes. I'm going to say yes, too, and I'll tell you why in a minute. Yujiro Takahashi. No. No, I agree. Uh, What about Hiroshi Tanahashi? I'm going to say yes. With the luck that he's had, no. I mean, he doesn't need a redemption story. He doesn't need anything like that right now. Um, I think you lead that into next year, like you said, maybe when he faces Okada at, you know, the, well, maybe this is a shot. That's where I going to Damn go. you, Cook. <laughs> is he wins this, and then he challenges Okada for Sakura yeah. Genesis, and he tries to block Okada from tying his record. Okada's mm-hmm. at 10 defenses. Tana had 11. So he would have to beat Tana. So instead of him breaking the record at, say, Dontaku or Dominion, he would tie it against Tanahashi. So that's why I'm saying, yes, I think he's got a shot to win this. Yes. I would say yes now. Yes. <laughs> Damn you, good time stamp. Uh, uh, Taichi. No. I'm going to say no as well. I think the only way he gets far is if he loses to Naito in the finals because Naito loses to him tonight. But I don't even know if I see that happening. Uh, bad luck, Fale. No. I'm going to agree, no. And Lance Archer. Who? No. <laughs> I'm going no as well. So we have three people on the one side. Let's move to the next side. Yoshihashi. <laughs> <laughs> Dorks are us. No. That, that's my answer, yeah. <laughs> Kota Ibushi. Yes. I'm going to say yes because you never know, but I think he's the least likely of anyone we said yes because I don't see a reason why he wins it. Correct. And and just looking at the second round, I – yeah, I don't know. I so agree with him out? not needing a reason to uh, – for him to win it, especially right, with that, so, you know, him tagging. Let's leave him – so do you want to leave him in or take him out? Leave him in. Okay, we'll leave him in. I'm, I'm cool with that. Tetsuya Naito. Naito, yes. Yes. Yep, I agree. Zack Sabre Jr. No. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to spitball something and tell me how plausible it is. And if it's not plausible enough, he's 100% out then because this is the only way he wins. He wins and challenges for the Intercontinental title for two reasons. One, if Makabe beats Suzuki, he tries to bring the belt back to mm. Suzuki good. Two, he challenges Minoru Suzuki and leaves Suzuki good. But are those plausible enough reasons to have a win over somebody else? Those are very plausible. Um, I'm still going to say no, though, unfortunately. I'm, I'm going to agree and go no as well, because he could just do that on a show anyway. If, if it was – th- I don't want to sound like a jerk, but if, if, if this was like 2015, 16, I would say damn right. But uh, I no, I'm going to say no. His his thing isn't New Japan. He's not the New Japan sensation or it. He's and I don't mean that in in a bad way. That's you know he's everywhere else. He's a worldwide guy. Where New Japan sometimes I forget or sometimes like oh it's Will Ospreay in the future. 
Yeah, well, exactly. Look, like look how long it took them to do something with Osprey. It took them forever yeah. to do something with Osprey. Yeah, I'm with you. Okay, Zack Sabre's out. Toro Yano. Oh, God, no. By the way, if anyone wants to go on YouTube, Toro Yano, there's, you, there's somebody in one of the comments wrote the, like, the translation of it, but he sings a song to Okada's theme music, and it's like, Okada comes behind me, and now he's on the ropes. Gato, 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 always standing behind him. Okada comes down, now he <laughs> brings the money. And it's it's so ridiculous, but if you can follow along kind of with it, it's ridiculous. Uh, Davey Boy Smith Jr. No. Chucky e. T. <laughs> yeah, duh. <laughs> no, I mean, it'd be nice, but no, he's not going to beat uh, his opponent. And then that over. leads me to Sonata. Does he, I would, would he... say yes, because evil is out with the orbital in- injury. Uh, so, yeah, why why not push him a little bit? Uh, you know, I, I, could, I could see him going to the finals. Um, you know, because again, ride that momentum. That's what New Japan does really well. Uh, and and yeah, I'm gonna say yes. I will. I'd say yes because I think it's it's plausible. But I think I don't think he gets out of the final four because does he really win a tournament and then get another immediate shot at Okada? That's the only reason I look at it. Hmm. I would say yes because I. I I think I don't think too many people would be mad at it. I think time would pass enough where he, you know, yeah, I, I think he has a chance. But no, uh, going back to the Tanahashi thing, I'm like, whoa, mind blown. <laughs> so we have six people, three on each block. Let's look at the same side we just went over. What is it, WWE thing? All six men in the <laughs> ring at once? <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's just Vince is like, oh, hell, put them together. Six pack. Um, so Kota Bushi, if you if you had to put him, does he have a better shot than the six guys we named, or is he does he work and does he out? I think he's out. Here's here's my, I'll kind of play advocate for a lot of these guys and try on the fly here. Does he challenge Okada and beat Okada, and then eventually that's what leads to Whoa. Omega winning the G one, and then they do. Omega and Ibushi for the title at Wrestle Kingdom next year. <laughs> In my mind, yeah. Just yeah, I know. end the show on that statement. That's oh perfect. my god, we get to go see that's that. Perfect. <laughs> okay, so that's, there's there's my reasoning to have Ibushi win. I think well, if Ibushi does face Naito in the second round, I think Kota goes over him. Uh, you know, as a you know, uh, a throwback to last year's G1 tournament. I think Kota would go over Naito in that instance if uh, if they were to face off. And do you think it's just too predictable to have Naito win another yes. New Japan Cup and then cash yeah. in and beat Okada? Because I like how they're booking him, where he's vulnerable in a way, and he's getting called out by all these you know, quote unquote, mid card jabbers. Or I think it's kind of cool, like, and and he's gonna get his swag back, but it's only March, so there's plenty of time to, you know, kind of get that 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 ring swag. You know, he already has the outside of the ring swag, but no, I don't think he needs the W's, you know, kind of at the moment. Um, so that that would be my reasoning. I don't see Naito winning another tournament like this uh, so far or so soon. So- 
that would put us with Kota Ibushi versus Sonata. I think I would Oof. put Kota Ibushi over Sonata in the finals then. Yeah. That'd okay. be a damn so good Kota, match. Yeah, that'd be fun. As all. Kota, we get Kota Ibushi against Naito, potentially, and Sonata in the same tournament. <laughs> like, you kidding me? Three days apart. Oh. Okay, so we have Kota Ibushi in front of one side. Now let's move to the other side. We have Tomohiro Ishii, Juice Robinson, and Hiroshi Tanahashi. I gave you my reasoning why I think Tanahashi wins or has a chance to win because then he can try to block the title defense. Juice Robinson, I could see winning, and he and that gives you a guy that can challenge Jay White mm-hmm. as as a, in the U.S. title match. That's I think his the way he gets the win because you're going to need somebody to win. He goes for the IC against his old yep. pal Minoru Suzuki. Unless he says Okada, I never got my shot against you. Oh. I beat you in the G1, and you know that's what I've been advocating for a year and a half now. Is when is he getting in his shot? Yeah, and we get Ishii and Okada at Sakura Genesis. Oh my god. And it, it, it's kind of a, a bit another throwback to, you know, kind of Shibata Battle Okada. It's the purest match. It's it's what you want. It's going to be 30 to 40 minutes of chops and sweat. And, uh, and again, I don't mean any disrespect. Headbutts, you know, just everywhere, you know, kind of thrown down. It's just hard-hitting dudes, you know, old versus new. I think that's the match I kind of want to see. But with the whole Tanahashi scenario with him, you know, blocking, uh, you know, possibly blocking Okada from beating his streak, I think that's the more eventual storyline. And that's the Gato moneymaker. That, you know, that is what it will be raining, you know, down at at, uh, Sakura Genesis. (laughs) So is Juice the least likely in this side then? Like, like I said, my, my thought is they have him win just so they can have another title. Sadly, I, I think Ishii is the least out of this side. I would say Ishii is going to be the least. Mm. I think Juice has got such a great wave going on. He's mm-hmm. over, um, like he's Roman Reigns in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Um, he's Juice Robinson again. I mean, that, if they're selling merch, hell, Death Juice. There were a lot of Death Juice shirts in that tag <laughs> tournament last year there. Uh, but I'd say Juice has an edge over uh, Ishii. Is, if, he, if Juice wins, do you have him be the next guy to go after Jay White? Jay White? After Jay White yeah. goes through Adam Page, or do you have him go for a different title? Because the I U.S. is what makes the most sense to me. Correct. The U.S. doesn't make sense, but he's, you know – that damn good match he, he had against Okada last year in the G1. Uh, I mean, and, and against Omega. I mean, he's proven he can go against the the, the, the heavy hitters there. Um, but, yeah, I, I think he more so challenges uh, a Jay White. Better scenario. Likely. Likelier scenario. So, I think going through all those scenarios, I'm picking Tanahashi to come out of this bracket and not lose in the first round since 2012 every time. I think I'm going Tanahashi and Ibushi in the finals. I think I've talked myself into it. That's amazing. <laughs> are you, are and, you... and Tanahashi with the win? Yeah, I, I'm, I'm, I'm all for that. I, I think that's, that's a more plausible. Um, and I think, yeah, Tana, Tana gets the win. 
So we see Hiroshi Tanahashi, Kazuchika Okada, one more time, Sakura Genesis. Oh, I can't wait. Uh, real quick before we take a break and get into some WWE, do have a call. I'll grab it quick. 5-4, area call. What's going on? Yes, I'd like to talk about WWE. All right, what, what do you want to talk about? I would like to talk about Raw, and I want to get on to two, two topics. Kurt Angle and Ronda Rousey and Triple H and Stephanie McMahon. I mean, I'm glad that they put the match at WrestleMania between these four, but I just think that Ronda Rousey could have had someone else like Braun Strowman. Yep. Definitely could have seen that. Definitely could have seen that. You could have used Kurt Angle against Seth Rollins. Especially how Survivor Series ended with Strowman and Triple H. That just makes more more sense into that storyline. And Braun's a tweener where, yeah, Ronda's like, you know what? I'm going to get a guy that can kick your ass. (laughs) You know, Triple H there. Um, And again, it's my other option. Huh? Yep. Your other option. My other option is Roman versus Brock. Now, we all talk, I talked about Braun just earlier. I mentioned Braun earlier. Well, I, I mentioned earlier on my Facebook Live show podcast, by the way, but um, do you think Braun could be in that match, too, with Roman and Brock, given that he destroyed everyone in the Elimination Chamber match, that he gets himself a shot the Universal title? He should. I think he 100% should, and, and I'll tell you what, if, 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 if these steroid things come out against Roman and he gets busted a second time, you can't put him in the match. Yeah. <laughs> you, know, right. you can't have him in there. Now, one more thing, now, one more thing before I uh, go. I, I know that there's still talk about Cena versus Undertaker. Here's what I'm thinking here. I know Cena's going to be at the SmackDown Fastlane pay-per-view, to try to go for the WWE Championship. But, but, however, I think that we need to see a, um, a brief tease of that before Fastlane. You know, when Cena's dominating the match and you hear Undertaker's gong. But that doesn't mean you have to have the Undertaker comment Fastlane. I mean, you have to say, John Cena, I accept at WrestleMania. Yeah, and that's a yeah. you know, and that's a nice way to not have Cena win the dang title from from AJ. No, I know. The lights I know. Go out, and you hear the yep. gong. All right, all right, guys. Well, my name. Well, to introduce myself before I go, my name is uh, John Gross. I do a, uh, a before after every Monday night. I do a Facebook Live post show. I just ended it here a few minutes ago, so I could call into the radio show. But I do a Facebook Live post show as well. Nice. Well, th- well thank you. Yeah, on in, John. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, so you good night and all. Yeah. How do you spell your last name so people can check out your uh, your post raw? G G R O G R O O H S and find and you can find me on Facebook. Beautiful. Thanks for buzzing in, man. Find me on Facebook so I can so I can use breaking news and all that stuff. And thank you very much, guys. Have a good night. Yeah, you too. Thanks a you lot, too, John. John. Thank you. Awesome call coming in here. And, and, you know, that's the exact segue we needed. We're going into WWE here. We're going into Ooh. overtime, ladies and gentlemen. This is WrestleCats Radio, Strong Style Media. Missing out on an awesome Uh-oh. show sucks. 
SeaSkeek is an app that lets you track your favorite artists and notifies you when they announce new shows nearby. You can even connect your favorite music services so that you never miss out again. SeatGeek, the smart way to buy tickets. Fan of pro wrestling like we are? Yeah! We got you covered. Yeah! From WWE, yeah! New Japan, yeah! Ring of Honor, yeah! Impact, Lucha yeah! Underground, yeah! All Japan, and yeah! more. We're talking yeah! the highs and lows in pro yeah! wrestling. Heck, yeah! we're even giving you people yeah! from the Okadas and Omega. We're even yeah. talking the Bone Soldiers yeah. and Enzo Mori's. No. Sorry, no. Daniel. We'll stick to guys like this. Ryan Cook here, and you can check me out along with my co-host Alex Mello each Monday night, 6 p.m. Central Standard Time, right here on the Strong Style Media Network. Okay, I'm going to get that jersey for Steven. Oh, that Michigan sweatshirt is perfect for Susie. Ryan is going to love this hat. Fanatics.com has great gifts for all the sports fans in your life. Go to Fanatics.com right now and get free shipping and up to 10% cash back on absolutely everything. Every sport, every team. Fanatics.com, where sports fans shop. Calling all fight fans worldwide. My name is Elijah McNeil, and I'm one half of the best boxing podcast on the net. The one and only Standing Eight Count Radio. Do you like hard-hitting commentary, analysis, and banter? Tune in on Sundays at 10 p.m. with my co-host, Ryan the Technical Legend Cook, and I break it down. That's Standing Eight Count Radio, 10 p.m. Sundays, Strong Style Media. Alexa, call Ashley. Yeah, it's about time you call that girl. No, 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 he just talked to that girl two hours ago. You gotta let love marinate. Put love in that bag to marinate. Mmm, love gonna be in that bag like, mmm, I can't wait to talk to him tomorrow. What? And then, after it marinates, no, you're gonna pull it out. Jamie, who's Alexa? Say it! Say it, Jamie! You Alexa, that's right, I'm Alexa. Thanks, guys, but I'll take it from here. Alex, even 205 Live's getting love as a theme song. That's right. No. <laughs> Ron Strowman's new music. Hey, shout out to John, by the way, for calling in. Uh, please give us a like on our Facebook page, WrestleCast Radio. Give us a shout, John. We'll show you some love. Uh, pinpoint uh, all our audience to uh, your uh, Facebook Live post-Ross shows. So hit yeah, us definitely. up, John. Give everyone some more uh, some more good content. Uh, Mustafa Ali, like I said, tomorrow, man, I'm so jacked. I'm t- telling you, man, 205 Live has turned around and become a great show. It's, it's crazy. Great. You're, you're looking more forward to that, I'm sure, than SmackDown, which we'll oh, get yes. to in a bit. 
Yes, <laughs> I'm looking at my uh, my list here of uh, in my dear diary, dear diary. I came to you February 26, 2018, <laughs> and I decided to grade five matches for Monday Night Raw. <laughs> uh, opening match, I was a little confused right off the bat. Why? When did Mickey James just suddenly become a full fledged heel? <laughs> I didn't think she was. I was just like, she's just. They're playing on, you know, hey, continuity, Ryan. It's something we always, you know, uh, give raw writers uh, something like, what are you doing? Which they're kind of going off of the Elimination Chamber. Alexa was saying, hey, you remember I brought you back and we should, you know, watch my back. I'll watch yours. At least they're kind of keeping that still together. But it's still stupid. Yeah, like she's cutting a promo. Bliss is cutting her promo. And then. You know, we get Asuka, Bailey, Sasha in there. Nia obviously comes in to make it a six-way. But they do a gang beat, and Mickey yeah. James jumps in and just starts whooping some ass with Alexa Bliss, two on one. And I'm going, what? She Wait a minute. Title. <laughs> She's just like, I'm like, well, I barely. When I was watching it with Demetrius last week, and he's like, you know why she did this? It's because she... She's like Big Show. She can just flip-flop every week and nobody will know the difference. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I guess you're right. Oh That's right. Uh, but we but you know see what? The... Hey, at least Mickey James can never be uh, seen on television on the outside uh, and then over here uh, someone yell, why are you such a bad friend? At least she'll never get that. <laughs> oh, yeah. Did somebody yell at Bailey? At, at Sasha. She was oh, kicked yes, to the okay. floor, and it was like right before a commercial break. You yell, they yelled, "Why are you such a bad friend?" And then just cut the commercial. I was like, "That's the best thing I've ever heard and or seen." Obviously, we see Bailey jump off the apron for Sasha, but then still helps Oscar win. So wasn't a full on, but you know, it's what we've been asking Why for. We want these two to work, get these seeds planted. There's. There was something, obviously, you know, she did this thing, you know, she did the, the, the boot to Bailey at the chamber. And there was something that I, that somebody put, put me on with the chamber. I totally didn't think about it because I was so enamored with actually how good it was. Mm-hmm. I'll save the rant for another time because I think we've, we've dogged it enough. But in, in the short form, they, they said, somebody tell me why Sasha kicked Bailey off of the pod when they still had to eliminate Alexa Bliss together, and then they could have just fought anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, and I was like, dang, I never thought of it that way. I was, <laughs> but, uh, you know, obviously, they plant the seeds. The faces get the win. Asuka uh, on Mickey there for the victory. Fun match. Fun little match. I went two and a half yeah. on it. Decent opener. Got Got a little bit of time. Then we get this really long segment with The Miz. It involves two matches, Kurt Angle putting him in a title match. He had a good little promo, though. I I did enjoy the Mm -hmm. promo. But obviously he jobs to Rollins, jobs to Balor. With two and a half on the Rollins, two and a quarter on the Balor. What did you think of this whole, you know, this this about got us into past hour one here at this point with this giant segment. What did you think of it as a whole for Miz? Um, I, I thought it was great. He was showing the prestige of the Intercontinental title uh, with the promo before the uh, the two matches that he endured. Uh, you know, he was saying, you know, what was it, about 60 days or so? You know, he would, you know, be the longest reigning Intercontinental, you know, holder, you know, besides your, 
your Bret Hart's, your 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 Edges, your Jericho's, your Shawn Michaels, your your Razor Ramones, um, and he, he plays it up. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he, um, you know, just just brings. I, I I'm gonna say it. Not only heel prestige, but prestige to this title. He he is a, you know, without you know the the talent in the ring, and and Miz is great. Don't get me wrong. But he's like a 1990, you know, three, 92, 93 Shawn Michaels, that that cocky mm-hmm. bastard you just want to see lose. Um, and he knows how to play to the to the crowd. He knows how to work them up. Hell, he's even got a little, you know, Miz if you will. Be better if he had a Sherry Martel, a la, you know, Maurice, where that works so well, you know, just uh, a year and a half ago. Uh, but the Miz, you know, just just doing work, just showing, proving that he needs to finally be, be put into that world title picture. I like it. I like it. I thought the matches kind of doing the back-to-back didn't work as well as the gauntlet did. And partially, I think it's just because, you know, that's that's the one and, thing we've yeah. always said about we, we've always said with Rollins is it's, it's his character that sometimes gets stale, but he can work. And, you know, yes. he showed it for sure in the, in the gauntlet. Falcon but, Arrow was amazing. And when Miz kicked out, I was like, wow, that, let's keep it going. Uh, no, Seth Rollins is, is amazing in the ring. I mean, that's why a lot of people before when Mr. Adam Cole came onto the scene, that Tyler Black was probably the greatest Ring of Honor champion <laughs> in a long time. Um, and, you know, I, I still have yet to see maybe a Tyler Black match. I don't, honestly, I don't think I've ever seen one. Uh, but, you know, for his maturement, I'm, I'm assuming, you know, into, you know, the years with the WWE, he is a, a, a damn good competitor, as we saw the 65 minute gauntlet performance from the week prior. You know, it, his stamina is great. His, his move sets are, are good. Yes, the V trigger or not the V trigger. Uh, he does have a pretty damn impressive arsenal. And I don't think uh, the transition to Finn Balor was meant for The Miz. It's to kind of showcase those two, Seth Rollins yeah. and Finn Balor. And I think that's the most important thing. Uh, and yes, ladies and germs, Finn Balor is hashtag over. <laughs> we get another title defense by the bar against Titus Worldwide. Two out of was, three balls. Yeah, I went two stars on it. I love the fact that they, they did the bro kick to kick him right off the, the start to get the victory. Cause I didn't want to see, like, I, I like, I like Apollo Cruz. I think Apollo Cruz is a great worker. He's a, he's a little stale for WWE, which sucks because, Apollo. you know, Oh yeah. Sorry. He's just Apollo. Now. He's, you know, God forbid. He, um, but I mean, you know, you go back to his Dragon Gate days when he was, you know, he was with, with Shima and all those guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, in Blood Generation, and and he's a he's a hell of a hand when he was Ua Nation, and we're starting to get to see it now. They're starting to put him in longer matches. He's starting to showcase a lot more, and now we're starting to see why we all enjoyed him. You know, 2012 and Dragon Gate when he was doing what he was doing to get to this level. So that makes me pretty happy that we that we're seeing this. Titus O'Neil is just not a good wrestler. He's no. just he he looks like he doesn't know what's going on half the time. He should be the Dana Brooke, and you know, do, do you think they bring in a Bobby Lashley? Do you think they make a tag team out of Lashley and Apollo, or do you think they're more suited to be better rivals than partners? I I think it would be kind of cool. 
<laughs> do you do you think they get a ton of backlash if they put Bobby Lashley and Titus Worldwide? Black on black on black on black. Uh, <laughs> well, you got Dana Brooke, I guess. But um, no, why not? Because Lashley is not very good on the mic. I don't know what you know standards there are in TNA Impact Owl Anthem Global Force Wrestling. <laughs> uh, but uh, oh, sorry, Bellator. Uh, but I I just don't. You know, he needs a he's, he needs a mouthpiece. Titus O'Neil is what you make him do. He's a managerial. Uh, role, you know, at best there uh, within the company. Um, so I, I think that's the smartest thing to do. Uh, but Apollo Crews, I'm happy they're not giving up on them yet uh, because they're still uh, pushing them in Apollo. matches against the bar. Yeah, sorry, Apollo. Um, so uh, it's he just needs to not be generic. He doesn't need to be a heel, but he just needs to be himself. No they one's should... that smiley all the damn time. That was what Bobby Lashley's problem was with me in his original run with the E. He just smiled all the damn yeah. time. You know, maybe this is an opportunity to bring somebody up from NXT who's kind of at the point where they've done enough they don't need to, you know, do anymore. And they're not going to get pushed any. You know, it, this might sound weird. But you know who I would love to see with Apollo in a tag team is is, is Chris Hero. Bring up Cassius Ono and put him in. Oh team. yeah, I think it'd be a fun little team. Uh, be interesting. Sorry, it'd so be I, interesting for sure. Alex is getting choked out by the yippee again. Yeah, I I think that's you know I think that's that's a good approach to go because the, the only, are, you know combination of those two because one's just you know stoic and smiley and the other is in your face poochie style yes poochie from the Simpsons um I, yeah I think that's that's kind of what you need I I'm all for that that mixture and we know Chris Hero when he was you know when he tagged with Cesaro when they were kings of wrestling. Oh, gosh. they're fantastic! He's a fantastic tag worker, and they figured it out with Claudio oh my God. Cesaro. What if? What about this scenario? Timestamp this. What if Apollo just finally, in a, one random backstage segment, looks at at uh, at what's his uh, uh, at at Titus O'Neil? Don't timestamp that part, Titus O'Neil, <laughs> and basically. He's like, you know what? We we're just not cutting it as a team. I think you need to be, you know, the the CEO of of Titus Worldwide. Let me call in someone. Let me know. Let me get someone who knows Cesaro very well. Ah! And then they bring up Chris Hero, and then that, you know, is is the thing where you know eventually could possibly, hopefully, gets Apollo over, shows a different, you know, side to him but also keeps this as a pretty viable little group or faction for the WWE. A face that would be kind of cool. That would be cool. The only thing that scares me is if Vince looks at Chris Hero and goes, what in the hell is this? And, he and says about Samoa like, Joe. He was your best worker in 2017. Exactly, yeah. There, so there you go. That's a perfect way to do it. Then you can put Titus in the managerial role, and then you can, I don't know, have Dana Brooke kick rocks for all I care. She's worthless. Uh, put, oh man, there we go. Let's get Hero on TV. Let's get Cassius on and Apollo yes. as a team. I like that. Um, main event, we see Braun versus Elias. I went two stars on it. Wasn't anything special. Um, 
what did you think of the the whole uh, uh, Braun versus Elias match? You know, he gets the um, fire extinguisher. Yeah, I mean, I, my thing was is like, does this do anything to hurt Elias? Uh, you know, like I, I think this was the worst feud you could kind of throw him into. I think you want to build him up a little more. Yes, the songs are great. You know, he's still getting over, and he's not really being a pushover against Braun Strowman either, which I, I kind of like because usually they go the other way around and just have him decimate. I like how you know he's running away. Uh, that black limo SUV though that was tight. Um, that that pulled up to to end that segment, but it is what it is. You know, we'll see in that symphony of carnage, of destruction, whatever the hell their gimmick match they're doing. All I know is I hope uh, oh, Jeff Jarrett comes out and hits Strowman over the head with a guitar. <laughs> I'm going into the Hall of Fame, slap nut. Bow. Thanks, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I I think it's literally a placeholder feud where they're going to take Elias and throw him in the IC title. If they no. need to, what? I think they He's throw in the match. The giant battle royal memorial winner. I I still think that if depending where this main event goes and where Braun goes, those two guys could get shoehorned into a five way. When I heard that, I believed it a million years. Because that's what WWE yeah. does. It's a it's a participation trophy. They grab everybody My and God. put them in one giant match. My <laughs> you God. know. And then we'll see Mojo Rowley win the Andre again. Oh, God, you're making my head hurt. Stop. <laughs> uh, then we get the, the main event, which we already talked about a ton. Once again, WWE has a chance to make Ronda Rousey look really big, and they put the emphasis on Stephanie McMahon. <laughs> she comes in like a badass, and it, uh, it's just so frustrating. I, and, we, and we talked about the funny sucker punch where he literally yoked him, and we got a still shot of it. Let's uh let's not let's not talk about it anymore because we talked about it enough earlier. Let's go to SmackDown. Wait 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 we got to talk a little bit more or, or did we do you think we touched um on the Roman Reigns uh, shooting on Lesnar no show? You think we pretty much yeah. covered it in the first? Yeah, because okay. we talked about the whole how we didn't believe it, we didn't buy it, and if it works, great. If it doesn't work, we're we're, we're not stupid that this is a work and not a shoot. And his emphasis on the female dog name as his crutch yeah. word to look like a hard ass is it's it's, now, it's, it's, it's the opposite it's, direction. Uh huh. If if I saw Roman, I would you know I would think he's believable until he talked, and then I'd be like, oh well, that was fun. Nice. Best. If you had to say, I mean, you have to give kudos to them for at least trying to thinking. You know, are we so cynical that we just can't accept this? Because he was a little bit more fiery. Rewatching it before the show tonight, I was like, he's at least showing a little bit of emotion, but it's still being rushed. It's so obviously scripted. He's using, you know, like it, but, but it was a different side of him that you see every like nine months. You're like, oh, okay, I, I get this guy now. And then he just disappoints you. You know, it's not him. It's just what he's given. Um, and he's, you know, playing to the best of whatever the hell they're trying to shape him into being. <laughs> it's, it's the scripted problem for me. Just that watch Sonata. The minute, the, what's that? I said just watch oh. Sonata. That's yeah, the yeah. Roman Reigns equivalent. That's your early shield Roman Reigns single, you know, kind of star. 
the mannerisms, you know what? the character. That's Once exactly again, what it is. With Sonata, you know why Sonata works? Is because one of the big things with the whole Kazuchika Okada Sonata match was Okada was like trying to get him to talk, and he's like, I don't have anything to say. I'm just going to whoop your ass. And he's like, get in the ring and say something to me. And he got so mad at him that he that he refused to talk that he jumped him, and he's the baby face. I mean, and this is the story they told to make it so good. Is he frustrated yeah. the baby face to the point that he jumped him, put him in a submission until he passed out and shoved Okada Bucks down his throat. And the crowd booed the baby face heavyweight champion. Yep. Because he frustrated him so mad that he wouldn't talk to him and he turned his back to him. You know, it's it's not hard. Emphasize what 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 you don't need to do. And and you know, it's it's exactly oh just now see now I'm frustrated. Because Roman doesn't need to do all this. He doesn't need to cut these 30-minute promos and try to, man, we're going to go drink beers, me and my boy Dean. Like, no, you're not cool. You know, they do the hand gesture. Yeah, baby, me and Dean are going to drink beers and get chicks. Like, that's what he seems like to me. And it's just the minute he started cutting that scripted promo, yes, I will, I will give you that. He had a lot of intensity. And he, he looked sincere and he, and he, like, he meant it. But you could tell it wasn't him. It was not he him talking. He, he showed intensity, but he still couldn't even convey frustration uh, to make it believable. You're like, oh, he, his cadence is different. But he looked like cardboard. A made-for-TV actor in an action movie where they come out <laughs> and they like have to say something to like the main actor. And they're like, yeah. You want to get to the boss? Well, first things first, bitch. You got to go through me. Like, that's what it felt like. And I'm like, all right, well, and now John Claude Van Damme's going to kick your ass. You know, on his way to go fighting Bolo Young. <laughs> like, that's what it was Herman. to me. You know? Phone call for Mr. Herman. It's like, you know, that. <laughs> well, yeah, I don't think we need to talk about it again. I think we need to drown our sorrows and go to SmackDown Live here. Oh, Baron man. Corbin defeats Sami Zayn. Still around. I went, I went two stars. I thought that Corbin looked okay. Sami Zayn takes the L. I don't know. Anything you want to add to that? No. You hit it on the head. Ruby Riot doing the Charlotte gimmick where she has now taken out two of what do they call? I don't even know what they're called. Something like glow fire. You're kidding. They have a name. Oh yeah. No, I'm dead serious. I'll Google the hell out of it. while while we're in this, but obviously, you know, she takes out glow Naomi. Fire. Wasn't that good of a, I mean, it was, I don't know. I why don't, why don't they call themselves flare for the goal for the glow flare for the goal? God. Why do they have to have a name? Yeah. <laughs> well, Naomi. just give us Becky Lynch, Charlotte. That's all we want. If you're not going to give us Oscar, Charlotte, give just give us Lynch, or Becky and uh, and Charlotte. That's all I want. But yeah, Naomi's that's... good. She's improved so much. Let's see. I, I Charlotte. No, that keeps saying. I saw something on like an Instagram, and it was so like I I, I was like, man, that is brutally bad. It's brutally bad. I'm going to try to find. Is, is it so obvious that um, that we're going to get the cash in at WrestleMania that it would be smarter to hold off until the Tuesday after Mania? 
Yeah. Yeah, you could. I don't think that's a bad idea. You know, and that's another person. They, you know, they slightly showed her, obviously, sitting in the back. But how much on the back burner has she been put uh, since winning that briefcase? Not so much. We had the breakup. I mean, she she's not supposed to be pushed in the forefront. I mean, with, with someone like Carmella, it's good she's in the shadows. So when she does pounce, like what was teased, what, uh, within the last month here, where I popped on my couch, I turned the bows all the way up. It was like, oh, my God, she's cashing in. She's cashing in. This is happening. This is cool. Like, I was losing my my acorns over this. And it was something where I was like, oh. And, and I was like, oh, she's not going to cash it in. They're, they're obviously, you know, g- going to extend this. But it was still a, a cool thing where I was like, okay, I'm I'm down for this moment right now. Yeah, I thought for a minute too, and and you know we we know it always gets the pop, so it always makes sense to do it. It's just a matter you of you forgot. <laughs> I forgot. I was like, oh yeah, that that happened. She won it twice, twice, <laughs> same match. Is does does she does she cash in and actually win? Yeah, you have to. I think I think at this point. So I mean, who did? So do you just keep the belt? If on Ellsworth was with her, no. If he was still with her, no. She doesn't win the cash in. But since she he's gone, this is a way to to build her up. I think again they've been keeping her off TV. Maybe they've been doing some you know extra workouts you know at night uh, because she's someone you know again has improved. Not not a world burner yet. But, uh, again, in due time, she's got a character, you know, once she hits it and finally gets it in the ring, she could be a viable opponent for, for you know, the rest of the, the elite of the women's division. Yeah. Yeah, okay, I can I can take it. I can take that. Um, so, obviously, you know, <laughs> that was the setup. I'm just, I'm just like, God, it's, it's one, you know, once again, it's one of those things where they, like, they set up really good angles and then they just don't cash in on them or forget to do something with them. And that's just kind of, you then it's like, all right, well, that's it. You know what I mean? It's, mm-hmm. it's just frustrating. Uh, Shinsuke Nakamura takes on Aiden English. Thoughts on this, this contest? Oh, you did, did you pull a me and not finish a sandwich? I don't know. <laughs> um, I went two and a quarter on it. I'm determined to find this, this tag. Thing. Did Rusev get mad uh, mad props from the audience? Were, were they just doing a Rusev Day chance? Yeah, they were all excited, and then um, they're like, so you're going to, you know, get ready to wrestle. And they're like, yeah. And then he's like, not you. Aiden English is going to, and everyone starts booing. Yeah. So they, like, made it seem like, oh, boo. They didn't give it right then. Uh how do you draw the next three months for Rusev? If you booked him from Mania out until, what, June? Before Money in the Bank? How do you book him? Because obviously, again, he, he's not a heel. He's a face just because of a catchphrase. We all love his work. So it's just like he's a guy with a, with a sidekick who sings him to the ring that people go bat, you know crazy for. And, you know, it just works. 
because he's finally getting noticed, you know, character-wise without Lana, where it's just like, how do you book him into a feud with an AJ Styles, with a Shinsuke Nakamura, with, you know, a John Cena again? We know he can do it in the ring, but character development-wise, how do you go or how do you extend yourself away from just the catchphrase? I still feel like he should be he should get that get the US title. I think it'd be a perfect fit again. I know you've done it before, but why not just throw it on him again and let him run with it? I I feel eventually you gotta weed Aiden English out because I don't think he's now I'll say he, he did a good job in this match with Nakamura. Like he, he did everything he should have Nakamura though, got in and got out. He was you know, he was mm-hmm. that Nakamura. But I, I don't know. Unless, unless, okay, let's let's go this way. Who do you think's winning AJ Nakamura at Mania? John Cena. Um, I'm gonna say. (laughs) (laughs) I'm I'm gonna say uh, Nakamura. Well, then you're already building these or planting the seeds to Nakamura and Rusev on SmackDown right now. But I'm saying, how do you how do you portray Rusev on TV against Nakamura? The same thing. I don't know. I I think the only thing that scares me is eventually people are going to get bored of it. But then again, that's where Not you for kick a while. out Aiden. It's it's still fresh. I mean, I I don't think you shit you don't shed Aiden English off for at least another eight months, six to eight months. You the only reason going. I say. You get rid of Aiden English, is then you can bring back Lana. Oof, damn. No, she's she's probably in the doghouse for a long time, <laughs> as we all read uh, her tweets over this last weekend, uh, kind of showing, hey, Rusev is getting over everywhere, but he's not even on TV. Or hey, we love TV when it's unpredictable. You know, hashtag Raw. You know, regarding the <laughs> chamber. You know, so. Uh, I don't know what kind of state she's in right now. <laughs> well, even Rusev says, how come he's like land of opportunity, my ass. Yeah. And he's like, uh, John Cena just walks in and gets put in the title match and I can't even get a match. I would love you know? it. And I know there's no way this will happen. If he just has some sort of like stone cold renaissance about him where he's just, I don't give a damn type of guy goes in, beats ass, like he's kind of doing now, just with, you know, an awesome, uh, you know, calendar, day on the calendar, if you will, but, like, just something where he's so over, just builds it in, like, and he can, I I don't know, I just want to see him achieve massive success, and it (laughs) sucks because he'll never get it. Before we go to the main event, then, leading into that, I did find the, the, the stable name, finally. Yes. Are you ready for this? They are called Royal Glowfire. Wow. Is this a uh, My Little Pony character? <laughs> I don't know. That's why I was a little distracted. It's because I was determined to find that damn name because I knew I wasn't. I was like, I'm going to look like an idiot who's just making up stupid names. And I'm like, there's no way I'm not finding this. <laughs> that sounds like a made up stupid name. Like, there were jot names, and, you know, they were 
making shooting them in the garbage can, and that one didn't make it. They unrolled the paper and read whatever the hell you just said, which has evaporated my mind. Um, and Royal Glowfire? Mm-hmm. No, sounds like a rainbow like a, bright character. Like, like, like what I was naming those Steve Austin. By the way, uh, real quick, I want to I wanna do something, uh, probably Mania, when we'll do our live show beforehand, I'm sure, and everyone will be here because we'll have our quarter two meeting and all that good stuff. I got uh, – I'm going to grab a list. I, 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 I'm, I'm grabbing this. I, I'm openly taking this idea, and I will not tell where until we do it so nobody can go and find it on their website and cheat. But uh, I'm going to have a list of 50 wrestlers, and they're all, t- like, awfully wrestler-based names. And I want, I want to ask you guys to see how many you can decipher are real or fake because when I heard this this done, it was the funniest thing I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> I could not believe it, and and that's I think about that when I think of Royal Glowfire. <laughs> it's like that's real. Like, that's, that's not a real name. Um, moving to the main event, John Cena did what I didn't think he was actually going to do with beats yeah. AJ Styles. I went three and a quarter. I thought it was it was a wasn't as good as other matches, but it was a perfectly acceptable TV main event, above average. But man, now we just saw a seven way at Chamber. Now we're getting a six way at Fastlane. Why? <laughs> I because, don't, I don't like we said last week, uh, via the <clears throat> What happened to just matches being a mano a mano? Uh, you know, no title needed. You got your Dolph Ziggler's versus, you know, AJ Styles match. You know, you got just like a marquee, you know, like these two workers are just going to go 20, 25 minutes and tear the house down. Mm-hmm. Like, we can't get that. They're afraid of that for some reason. When you have, you easily can viable, viably get two maybe three, not just because of the number of participants, but you can get two solid matches out of those six individuals, but yet you're just going to have a cluster on Sunday uh, where you're just scratching your head thinking, why? We we know the WrestleMania match. We want that WrestleMania match. Just have, you know, two to three matches where dude just trying to one-up the other wrestler. When, and, and somebody said this uh, on, I think I, it was on, on our, our Twitter, where they said, you guys are mad about multi matches, but you never complain about New Japan doing it. The difference is New Japan's doing six-man tags or eight-man tags or ten-man tags. They're not doing a six-way with six guys fighting each other. It's a different story. Yeah. Yes, they shoehorn guys in. Yes, they do it to build angles by having – Three single guys that are going to wrestle at the next show wrestle three single guys. They're, they're three opponents in a six-man tag. That's different than just going, oh, wow. Let's just shoehorn Cena and let's just put six guys in to fight each other. It's a whole different thing because there's no angle. There's no storyline behind it. I understand that it doesn't, you know, it's six it's guys vying for a title. I get that. But there's a big difference between, you know, it's, it's the same reason I, I said, I, you know, Sasha Banks is my favorite worker. Uh, on Raw right now, 
potentially, you know, and I was nervous that she was going to beat Alexa Bliss because I didn't want her shoehorned into the woman's title becoming a three-way or a four-way again. You don't need to do that. That's the problem. It's not, it's different when you make a six-man tag and it's different when you have a six-pack challenge or whatever they call it. That's my beat. <laughs> but Cena wins. He goes on. You know, you know, John, John called in and uh, gave us his thoughts of maybe maybe we heard the Undertaker gongs. It's a good take for it. I think I'm spent, Alex. I'm gonna go relax, watch some New Japan. You got any final thoughts? Wait, we got it. Um, I was kind of surprised they just threw this as a match. Um, I get it; it was LA, but I think this is something you kind of announce. That was kind of my big beef. Um, do you want to go through Fastlane really quick? Oh, I forgot about Fastlane. Yes, yes. Uh, go go through the card. Lane. I totally forgot. That's that's my that's my fault. Road Lane. Road Lane. Uh, Smackdown Space. Which check out Google. <laughs> put in your Google machine here. Uh, the poster for Fastlane. It is the lamest thing ever. Which makes me think this is going to be a very lame show. Uh, but it is taking place in Columbus, Ohio, a very lame town. I, I kid, I kid. No, I'm, I'm not kidding. Um, but uh, let's pull this up here. Fastlane this upcoming Sunday with a generic AJ Styles on the poster. Uh, four matches announced only so far. You got Charlotte Flair defending the Women's SmackDown's uh, Championship against Ruby Riot of the Riot squad, uh, along with, of course, Liv Morgan and Sarah Logan. Uh, I got Charlotte Flair, uh, but I, I, I predict this match could possibly steal the show. Uh, in Ruby, we trust. I think this will be a, a great test for her, uh, but I think Charlotte uh, picks up the victory. What do you got? I'm going to go Charlotte as well. I, I do agree. Ruby Wright's a great worker. Um, she You know, that's the reason they signed Heidi Lovelace from the, from the Midwest here because she can work. Um, she did a lot of good stuff in NXT. And now that they're letting her work singles mm-hmm. instead of shoehorning, you know, Liv Morgan, who's not a good worker into these matches. Uh, I'm excited for the one-on-one. And I, I think this, you know, as, as much as, as much as the angles, you know, it's not a bad angle, but it's not like anything too compelling. It's not as good as it was. And that's the hard part I have with this too, is you remember when they first came up and they like, slingshotted Naomi into the ring steps and like they were, they like beat yeah. like injured Becky Lynch in the backstage. And like, there was a lot of momentum going into it and it's kind of cooled off a little bit. And I, mm-hmm. I think it's due to now that the riot squad, they have to, they have to zoom in real quick so they can watch them all run and touch the apron real quick at the same time and then lean into it and then push away. Then they all got to slide in at the exact same time. Like just get in the ring. They, they spend so much time doing it and the camera has to get like perfectly in place that I'm like, well, you know, all the steam's gone because now they're just a product of the show. And, you know, it doesn't feel like riot outside. Squad. Oh, I'm sorry. The riot. Squad. <laughs> I, <laughs> oh, yes. 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 Well, uh, maybe no, they were I, the I riot agree with squad that. Then it hadn't become the riot squad yet. Do you think because the absolution uh, with Paige's career ending injury there, uh, with kind of the, uh, you know, whateverness to that faction, and kind of, you know, just went down to the smack, to SmackDown and kind of hurt uh, the Riot squad um, and their momentum. It could. 
Um, I don't know. It, it just, I feel like they should have built to this match with Charlotte and Ruby. If they, if this was the, the, the whole plan for Fastlane, I think they should have waited to start the angle because I think the angle has been going for a while and now it's kind of, it's kind of drawn enough where now I'm, I'm kind of ready for it to be over. But that doesn't take away from the match. I think the match is going to be good. Trice in a lifetime uh, for the tag team SmackDown championships. Uh, the Usos will battle the new day because I didn't even know that they were fighting each other because I'm pretty sure Hell in a Cell was the last time they were supposed to fight. Uh, but, hey, why not? It's 2018. Uh, uh, regular tag match, no stipulations. Um, I'm I'm gonna go Usos retaining over the new day to then be I challenged hope. finally by the bludgeon. I'm I'm with you. You you heard it in the opening. <laughs> that's that's what I wanna see. I in 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 Luke Harper we trust, man. In Brody yes. Lee we trust. <laughs> Let's get him on T V. And the Usos deserve it. New Day doesn't you know, and, and I know pe I here's what I think I think I'm picking new Usos, but I wouldn't be shocked if New Day win because they probably are thinking, well, last year we didn't even have them do anything other than guest host. So we got to have them win this year. You know, because mm-hmm. you remember two years ago they lost in that handicap match against, uh, I don't even remember what they were called. What, were they, what, was, what was that stable called with Barrett and Sheamus and Del Rio and Rusev? That would be interesting. <laughs> I don't even know what they were called, but they won the, that handicap match, and then Foley, Austin, and Michaels came out and beat them all up. And what Xavier Woods scene from just a cut scene from SmackDown, <laughs> Bring the Pain. <laughs> Bobby I'm Roode, going to uh, challenging Randy Orton for the uh, WWE United States Championship. Well, spoiler alert, My Orton mind champ? will implode. Because they're the same person, the same style, uh, except the one is glorious. Uh, I, I'm excited for the over-under uh, six European uppercuts total. Mm, over. Over-under four drop kicks combined. Under. Ooh. Over-under suplexes. <laughs> Uh, 20. No, uh, I, I'm, I'm excited. I kind of wish they waited for Mania for this. I don't need a gender, uh, Mahal insert in, you know, at Mania. I think this is your Mania match, and I think they kind of screwed the pooch on this. Randy Orton, as I discussed last week, has some pretty stellar WrestleMania matches, uh, albeit some bad ones. Uh, I, I kind of forgot last year. I think I, uh, you know, kind of <laughs> drank myself to forget that. <laughs> um, but uh, Orton Rude. You mean when he got bugs on him? What was that? that? Oh, no you mean when they put bugs on him that he didn't sell? <laughs> um, this 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 could be very damn good. I'm actually uh, this is my main event for the night. Uh, but I got Rude retaining against the Viper. Oh, he's. I didn't know. I didn't know Rude was a champion. You said Rude was challenging. I was like, damn, did I sleep through SmackDown again? <laughs> it's another right. title change. Um, thank God that didn't happen. Uh, I'm going Bobby Rude as well. I I don't see a reason for Orton to win. If he, if Randy Orton is carrying though, I mean, you got to agree this could be pretty damn good. Or do you? Yeah, think I'm excited for it. 
And with the with the lack of matches so far, it, I feel like it's going to get time, which makes me happy yes. too. I assume the other match announced that you're going to is the six way. Yes, six pack challenge for the WWE Championship, uh, with the inclusion of John Cena getting the win over AJ Styles last week. Uh, he will be challenging. Uh, again, AJ Styles, along with Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn, Baron Corbin, Dolph Ziggler. We all know who you got. But is this where we see Owens and Zayn kind of implode and then, you know, unfortunately uh, thrust into their match <laughs> once in a uh, trice lifetime um, of like Owens and Zayn? the fifth time in a lifetime for those two. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think it's – I think – this is where they blame each other, and then they start getting angry on the upcoming SmackDowns, which is why they go that route. Uh, obviously, yeah, you know I'm going Styles. I'm sure you're taking Styles too, right? Yes, yes. Now I could see them adding Psych, not... John Cena. You can't. You're see taking him. Cena. He's getting seventeen. You're taking. Are you? You're, you're taking Cena. Yep. You son of a bitch. Ah. I I can also see them adding Rusev and Nakamura to the show after I mentioned what? the, the yeah. Nakamura English thing. Which, I'll be fine I mean, with that. Yeah, so that should be okay. Hundred <laughs> percent. It's it's a decent card, but sometimes when you have these really good cards, a decent they, card. Impact Wrestling has more matches. Two hundred five live has fifty percent of these matches on a pay per view. <laughs> That's still gonna, gonna go. Yeah, it's it's still gonna go three hours and twenty eight minutes somehow. Yeah, I because of the interview. I still don't understand that one. I still that and that like once again not to rant on it, but that was still my problem with the men's chamber match. I'm like, it's ten oh two and Elias hasn't even come out yet. Like, like <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> Sorry, uh, Elijah, we gotta go on at eleven tonight because this won't end. <laughs> All right. I have all these picks saved. They are loaded and ready to go. That's what you're exciting on. Yeah, it should be. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I'm excited to watch this. I, no expectations is good expectations. No, I don't know. It's, it is what it is. <laughs> uh, tomorrow, uh, to answer your other question, uh, gonna dive a little more into that that Sean Miller. Arizona inter- uh, phone tap scandal. We got some sound clips to play of that. Um, I got to brag about Kobe. He's got one more in Jordan now. Oscar, baby. Kobe. Uh, Co- Kobe took it. Um, got a couple fun spit takes. We're going to talk some NBA here as we kind of come into the home stretch of the season. Uh, talk some scouting combine for the NFL. We do, we're going to do like a little mini mock draft kind of leading into the draft about seven weeks from now. Uh, NFL free agency as well. We're going to kind of touch on things are kicking off a little bit already with the news and the rumors. So we got some fun going with that. And it's almost time for uh, opening day. We're we're less than a month away. I'm excited. So be kind of just a little hodgepodge show, but it should be kind of fun. We may even talk. I know it's no, we won't talk it because I'm going to save it for Sunday, but yeah, should be a little fun show. Uh, Wednesday night, give yourself a little plug here since you're not on tomorrow to do it. Uh, yes, the pop culturist will probably, oh, we will definitely be going over the uh, the Oscars from uh, this past Sunday. Uh, talk about the winners, the losers, the obviousness, 
the uh, quote-unquote controversies, uh, the surprise wins, the great wins, and the snubs. Um, in you know, in death, you know, the the people that got snubbed in the uh, in memoriams. Uh, I'll also give a review of Shape of Water, the Best Picture winner. Um, since I haven't seen it yet, I'm gonna actually probably watch it right after this show. So come check it out uh, Wednesday, 10 p. or no, 8 p.m. Central Standard Time here on BlogTalkRadio.com. Thank y'all for staying up late with us. This was a lot. Check one. out oh, FMLSolutionsInc.com. For all your deer stand needs. Awesome. Yes, get yourself a deer stand. Get yourself one. It's almost deer season, especially if you're up in the Midwest here. Thank y'all for hanging with us almost three hours tonight. This was the longest show we've ever had. Uh, there's a lot to talk about. A lot, lot to talk about. Guys, three hours from now, get on that New Japan World. Yeah. 46th anniversary show is going to be awesome tonight. I'm going to go. Tussle Mania. I'm going to go try to uh, muscle through. Monday Night Raw for three hours and keep myself going. Or I may uh, officially start my Stardom World. Uh, Stardom had a fantastic show I heard the other day. So start getting to the Stardom. Get that progress going. We got to get some more wrestling coverage for y'all. So we're going to get some more to watch. We're going to have some more fun with y'all. Thanks for listening. We'll catch y'all next Monday. Have a wonderful one. WrestleCast, Strong Style Media. Using an overpriced trash bag. Pricey, pricey, pricey. A bag that breaks. Whippy, whippy, whippy. Or a smelly bag. Stinky, stinky, stinky. Time to switch to hefty, ultra-strong trash bags. Always at an ultra-low price. Hefty, hefty, hefty. There are best bags yet, and they cost less than Glad Force Flex were sold head-to-head. So you'll be... Happy, happy, happy. Hefty, ultra-strong with Arm & Hammer odor control. Available at Sam's Club. Hefty, hefty, hefty. Using an overpriced trash bag. Pricey, pricey, pricey. A bag that breaks. Whippy, whippy, whippy. Or a smelly bag. Stinky, stinky, stinky. Time to switch to hefty, ultra-strong trash bags. Always at an ultra-low price. Hefty, hefty, hefty. There are best bags yet, and they cost less than Glad Force Flex were sold head-to-head. So you'll be... Happy, happy, happy. Hefty, ultra-strong with Arm & Hammer odor control. Available at Sam's Club. Hefty, hefty, hefty. Yeah.